Jacksonville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
Fucking A! Welcome back, Patriots, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much lovable better half. And you can't just be fired up after listening to that song. I'm sorry. I just, that fucking, that one drives me out the fucking world. Vilan, hello, Patriots. Uh, you it just doesn't, fucking angry. I, I don't have quite the same emotional attachment to heavy See, metal that you I, do, so it doesn't quite get me going as much. I got um, to go down. To- what does get me going as much is the topic tonight. Well, yeah. So really? Um, oh yeah. You're a Faraday nerd. EMP. EMP. Oh, oh well. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, Faraday there's, is part of it, but we're gonna we're gonna do some. You know, I've, I mean, I've been I got every. I've. I know you're gonna do the Faraday part, but yeah, I got. I actually went further. Long, long time. So anyway, so first of all, folks, I was fucking really lucky. Um, much earlier on in life because I had this experience where you got to meet me when you were 12 years old. No, (laughs) that uh, this summer before I joined the army, I was fucking, I was doing every drug you could think of. Uh, and then some, and that's that's true. Cause I was like, fuck it. If I'm not, I'm never going to touch this shit again. again. I'm going to try as many as I could. So I said, fuck it. So I went and, uh, I tried every fucking drug that was out there and uh we were fucking it was deranged we ended up driving from where we lived at the time in new york all the way down to daytona beach florida me and three other friends yeah i was not with you and we went and saw pantera at the daytona beach party you can go look the videos up i'm in the first fucking row just fucking completely smashed out of my mind on about 13 different drugs. Two of them I knew were hallucinogenics. I don't know about the rest, but I know I did some coke in there because I'm still awake. I know I fucking, I I just did a lot of drugs. Was that before or after the time that I kicked you in the nuts when you were tripping on acid and you thought I was a dragon? That was way before. Okay. This is before I joined the army. Okay. So I, I, we went down just on this whim, got in a car, drove down to fucking Daytona and what a fucking blast. These guys came out at the beginning of walk. It was the, uh, longest intro I've ever heard to walk. And man, that constant tune, just the dum, da, 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 dum, da, 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 dum. in the back of your mind, I'm thinking to myself, fuck, this guy's been doing this for like at least five minutes. And there's all these grills. They had like hot dogs and hamburgers all day long while they were out there playing fucking, they were making hot dogs and hamburgers and throwing them to the crowd. It was pretty fucking ridiculous. I was waiting for him to get sued from some chick who got hit with a big greasy or, or burger, right? Salmonella in your or some shit. I was like, I was going to start <laughs> laughing, but anyway, we're sitting there and the guys brought out, um, big black trash bags with them. And right before walk, well, as the intro to walk was starting, they started the drums and then it was the bass. And then you heard the the guitar and you're just like, everybody starts going nuts. And it's like the longest intro. Cause it's like a 10 minute intro. I'm sitting there going, Holy shit. Anyway, the, all of a sudden they start ripping open these black sacks and walking around to the front of the crowd and they're throwing these little white things. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I go run. It's a fucking joint. Mm-hmm. Just fucking hundreds of. Jo- I was like, well before weed was legal. I was like, anywhere. Wow. I mean, we're talking 25 years ago. Not that anyone gave a shit then, because everyone smoked then no, too. 30 years. Oh, I guess it was uh, 28 years. 28 years. Okay. So 
I'm sitting there going, you've got to be fucking shitting me. So we're just lighting up right there on the beach. Everybody around us is doing it. And man, that was just the greatest intro I've ever seen to that song. Never, ever convinced me otherwise of it. It was fucking amazing. And to this day, I talk about it because we're sitting there smoking dope, drinking, fucking doing all this other shit this on a beach you know, in Daytona Beach. Smoked weed for 30 years until recently because he calls it dope. Who does that? Yeah, well, that's what it used to be called back in the day. Yeah, 30 years ago. Yeah. So we fucking like the whole show is that way. We like when we were done, like when everybody started like leaving, finally, we we're sitting there kind of looking around going, where'd everybody go? Where are we? <laughs> I was like, no idea. I know we're on a beach. How do you know that? I'm in sand and there's water <laughs> right over there. That was when life was still fun. Yeah. No shit. Right. I mean, uh, that was when we just go party and have fun and like, you, you know. didn't have to wonder if one day you're going to be sitting in your house and the next day you're going to be running for president or some shit like that. Or if someone's going to drop a fucking nuke on you and knock the power out for the, the rest of time. Uh, see, there you go. Captain Killjoy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We we're having some fun here talking some fucking epic shit. Oh yeah. That would be epic though. And you got to come in with the nuke being dumped on top of your fucking head. What a, you know, you know, sound of your piss hitting the urine. It sounds feminine. It really does. It is feminine. Well, I got a better one. Even when I see it, Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, Whatever. incoherent response. Dude, that's like 30 seconds. Fuck that. Yeah, but the greatest part is... Yeah, yeah no, it's okay. OzFest 99, I busted through. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. If we're going to start talking show fucking shit here, I want to hear this shit. If we're going to talk show I know you shit, guys have then... done way cooler shit than right. I have. OzFest 99, I busted through security into a mosh pit area while the... With the line. With the line. Where with the band works. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I've never done that. <coughs> My most fun show was Woodstock 99. That was Ozfest 99. Yeah. Wood, so tell wood, us your your Woodstock 99. Woodstock 99. We brought it Sweet. Ellsworth busted through for Pantera. Nice. That's fucking badass. Dude. Um we uh we brought it a sheet of gel tabs with us. We Oh uh, yeah, now I know. Now I remember the Woodstock 99. That's the one that rained the whole fucking time. No, 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 no. That was where it was hot as fuck the entire time. The only time it rained was when Dave Matthews band played the song Rain. No, I'm sorry, not Dave, uh, Rusted Root. Yeah, I was about to say, Rusted Root When, when Root Rusted Root played, played Let rain. It Rain, that was the only time the entire weekend that it rained. It was insane. And then we set fire to it at the end. Literally. Like, we burned that shit down. Not on purpose, but someone, you know, they had fire They had fire going in the garbage cans and all of the retail huts all had these thatched roofs. Well, one of the garbage cans got too close to the thatch. That shit went up in flames yeah, and then it hopped to the net. Like I mean, kindling. like that done all the way down the line. And I mean, I'm at the top of this hill, literally a grassy knoll and all the retail huts were at the bottom, right? Really? I, you were the one at the top of the yeah, grassy no, knoll. But I was not armed. So, cause I was a, a serious hippie hair down to my ass, wearing hardly anything, um, tripping on acid the entire time. Like, we, And what's changed? 
the acid part. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause we have kids now, but, um, yeah. anyway, so everyone starts running from the fire and I look at my friend and I'm like, fuck, let's go because people left their, their money, their credit cards, like everything on the, yeah. on the counter and just ran full of merchandise. Dude, we went, we ran into the burning huts. We grabbed up as much merchandise as we could, the cash off the counters. And then we ran. <laughs> Fucking see that even in communist hippies. Look at this shit. I wasn't a communist. I was just like to do drugs and had my hair really long. I mean, I showered every day cause I like to be clean, but you know, well, that's good. At I, least you I do have, that, you know. I have good hippie hair, so what am I gonna do? <laughs> oh my god! All right, so now that this is derailed, all right. So, oh, again, Captain Killjoy is back in the those, room. Those were the fun days. They right? were the fun days, those, though. Those that was days. like I will never ever. Uh, I think maybe, uh, maybe the better one, one better than that was Fish, Madison Square Garden, New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. No, because I was with you. No, you were not no, with me because I, I wanted you to come and you fucking bailed on me at the last minute. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't find, I literally could not find any drugs to go to a fucking fish concert on New Year's Eve. All right. I Why went, would you think you would need I, whatever. drugs? I, I mean, I went, literally. I went to the city by myself. Okay. Because I had two tickets and everyone bailed on me in the last minute. And I was like, fuck you. I'll go by myself. I don't give a shit. I've always been an independent bitch. Um, so I went to the city by myself. I made friends there. Someone gave me a brownie in an elevator. I don't remember a whole lot after that. Um, but I mean, I wasn't tripping, but at inside the auditorium, like inside the arena, when Fish was playing, you could literally see the energy bouncing around the room. Everybody was high. It was crazy. So much fun. Just amazing. Um, I already knew the band, which was how I got the tickets and went in the first place. So I got to hung out with them afterwards for a little bit. That was cool. You know, there, there's that one song that they, my name's in where they list all the girls that they know. So yeah. I'm in there. Um, they said I was cool. That's cool. But anyway. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> do you, I mean, I do used, you go to the story store for that? The what? Did they charge you a lot for that story? That was. No, it's a long wraparound to get to just the fact that they mentioned you in a, a no, video. No, I, I went to fish New Year's Eve, Madison Square Garden, 1999, sober. Yeah, sober by yeah. myself. Yeah, I got you. And it was fucking amazing. Probably so the best show I've ever been the to. The best worst show I've ever been to? Uh-huh. Best show? Let's see. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Jay Laugh said, played hockey on acid championship game, scored a hat trick and got in a fight. I was invisible on that shit. <laughs> I bet you were. To you or to you everyone else? Just to him. <laughs> Just to him. <laughs> so the best worst show I've ever been to, and it was the best show and it was the worst show all at the same <laughs> time. So uh, I went to see uh, Dre Day in nashville dre and day? who the fuck is dre day no it's dr dre oh, the, okay. the album was dre day oh, mm, 2001 oh. or whatever whatever if you say so so anyway i went to see that in nashville and rage against the machine opened for them you know now in order to rage against the machine you have to be vaccinated yeah but <laughs> unless you're our machine in which case then we can rage all we want however so Rage Against the Machine opened for Dre. It, I, I was trying to figure out how this was going to work because I was like, man, this is going to be awkward <laughs> because you're going to have to open up one side and let out the other side. And 
it was weird because all the dudes that showed up for rage and you knew all the guys that showed up for rage were all out there. The all either had motorcycles or trucks or whatever, but they showed up to see rage. <coughs> and then it was just weird because all of a sudden all these <laughs> low riders kind of came in and then parked all amongst the trucks and everywhere else because the guys that came for rage mm -hmm. stayed for Dre. <laughs> and I was sitting there looking around going, holy shit. What the <laughs> fuck is this? I was expecting. And they all, we all, it was a everyone, blast. You know what? It was and a blast. And the worst got, part. Everyone got along. The everyone worst had part. Fun. There was no division. There was no hatred. She's not going to let me finish. Sorry, go ahead. The worst the part. Worst part mm -hmm. This is why it was the worst show. It was the best worst show. It was the best because of the two groups I got to see. It was the worst because I was completely sober for the whole fucking thing. See? But so, I mean, sometimes that can be fun. No, 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 it really fun. can't. No, it's not fun. That's so. all right. Uh, Jay just, said, nah, nah, bear. Hold on, nah, hold on, hold on. Nah, this bear. is awesome. Jay, Jay did a three day trip, ended up in someone's house drinking tea with stuffed animals in a little girl's room. No one was home, including him, apparently. <laughs> hey, Jay, uh, I'm not. I Jay. remember when acid was five dollars. I bought a fucking sheet. It was literally I bought a hundred tabs of acid for fifty bucks. Okay, Jay, that escalated. Tabs, like Jay, that escalated really quickly. You might want to think about running and hiding somewhere. And I sold them for five bucks a pop, and I made cops things. might be looking for you. Anyway, you know that type of thing. See, he didn't steal anything except the tea. <laughs> I, I mean, holy shit. <laughs> all right. So we're so far off topic. I, I didn't say but you stole anything, this man. Is, but this, you know what? This is fun, though. We needed this. This is, this is good. <laughs> the good old days. God, I hope our kids don't listen to this. Although, on the other hand, I do. They know that they'll never get away with anything because we've already done everything <laughs> all that all could it. possibly be done. <laughs> and now we're like grown up, responsible adults and shit. I, I built a garden, a, a grape arbor this morning that makes you a responsible adult grapes. i got up at 5 45 in the morning i let the chickens out of their coop i took the dog for a run after driving the kid to fucking school 45 minutes each way you know built a fucking grape arbor it's you're acting like you just raised the titanic and and a half feet tall well like it's like just so boring responsible adult shit it's not tripping no. acid at fucking it's was nerd shit. exactly <laughs> so you know remembering the good old days and preparing for the future so because that we we start we started in the past we got to go to the future i'm sorry i'm sorry to be a killjoy but we only have two hours or 20 minutes in and we got <sighs> but the 20 minutes have been so this. much fun i know i've enjoyed it's, it so it, much i really have to all right so piss off hold on all right uh hold okay. on i gotta bring up real quick uh, Tara said she never did any of that and she's terrified. You should be, sweetheart. Um, Don't be. It's Elzora said uh, first concert was Cal Jam 79, San Diego, ninth grade, hooked ever since. Awesome. My first concert was Allman Brothers Band, 1980, uh, Jones Beach. I was two years old. <laughs> yeah. And I saw them like 25 times in concert. So. All right. Anyway, um, so in into the future, uh, of course, you know, apparently war with Russia is imminent. They are threatening Putin's warning of a quick response if the West intervenes in Ukraine, which we already are because Biden is now asking for 
$33 million more for equipment for Ukraine. And uh, before I even go there real quick, um, we left what? $85 billion worth of equipment in Afghanistan, right? Something like that. Okay. So basically the Chinese have got it like all, but all of our good shit we left in Afghanistan, right? Now we're sending, we're not, we're not building new equipment to send to Ukraine. Okay. We are sending the stuff that we currently have to Ukraine. Correct. Okay. Um, did you know that that there's only apparently one production plan of Stinger missiles in the United States? And it's currently the production is offline and it takes six to twelve months to bring it back up line. But it's gonna take a little bit longer because they can't actually get the parts right now that they used to be able to access. Uh, in order to build the Stinger missiles the way that they used to. So they have to re-engineer the whole thing with the available parts. So it could take up to five years. So we are giving away all of our military equipment and we cannot replace it. Hmm. That'd be a problem. Yeah. A little bit, huh? Just a bit. Yeah. So I guess then my degree would really come in handy. uh, In flight missile technician. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably more so than the underwater basket weaving. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's kind of. That's my minor though. My my major was the in-flight. I know, I know. Um, all right. So yeah. So $33 million for fucking more shit going to Ukraine. That's just insane. Um, and at the same time, Oh, oops, our bad. The, uh, the IMF director said, uh, Oh, we, we printed too much money. We didn't know that if we were going to print so much money that it would cause inflation. We didn't know that. How did, how did they not know that? Uh, I don't know. I fucking knew that. Yeah. I'm not an economist. Well, apparently Robin Marie knows who Sean Cassidy is, and that was uh, her, okay. first, her first concert. Good job. Uh, and, and continuing on, because a lot of other people started in. Yeah. Uh, Nickelback. Tara says, yeah. my first concert was Nickelback, but who listens to Nickelback anymore? Well, I mean, but I mean, that was probably a long time ago. Tara's our age. So back, yeah, back okay. in the day, everyone listened to Nickelback. So Linz Bizarre said, my first concert was Smash Mouth. Uh, not a fan, but went to hang out with friends. It rained most of it. Made a blast, though. And it was free. And, yeah, she said she was 17. So 2000. There you go. Uh, Tanya Tucker, 1975. <laughs> Shotgun Sheamus. You're, Holy you're shit. aging yourself there, darling. Wow. Wow, sir. Sir. Uh hats off to you so uh in light of that because you always remind me of it apparently not uh today nope oh Ah. that's why that they may take our lives yeah i turned it down but they'll never take our freedom and to you fucking savages who are the wolf pack so and uh (laughs) Rob Marie said nice. Yeah. And of course, Shotgun Shamus said I was 17. So seriously, just Woo! yourself. Good job. Uh, Another embarrassing concert I attended was the Go Go's. How is that embarrassing? embarrassing? That's fucking awesome. Yeah, the Go Go's weren't bad. I went to go to a Go I went to a, go- I went to a go- couple Go Go's shows. Yeah. Um, 25 years ago. That show was seriously, it, that shit was every everywhere. 20, yes, 25 it was. years ago. Really? Uh, just read a Newsmax ticker that. Russian Navy deployed trained dolphins to guard naval base in place. Um, honestly, that would. <laughs> yeah, we went and hired Jaws and said, "Hey, no, go fuck them up." The dolphins would kill Jaws. There, there'd have to be a hell of a lot. No, they've a, proven that a bottlenose dolphin. I, I, can I kill, know that, but can kill a great white shark. Oh my god, I knew you were going to say this. No joke. 
Tara, 32. Physically, I feel 72. She's not our age. Tara? Tara's not our age if she's 32. Well, I mean, close enough. Whatever. <laughs> close enough to what? The dirt for me. Whatever. Fuck you, twat. I, anyway. The the Go-Go's concert really sucked. Most of my friends are 10 years younger than I am because I like to keep my childlike spirit. Yeah. yeah. You know, except for when I'm oh, shit. being the mother of the apocalypse. Wix Vixen. Def Leppard Skid Row opened for them. That wasn't my absolute first show. My absolute first show. I'm going to date the shit out of myself with this one. You're 45. There you go. Dated. <laughs> okay. There you go. So, uh, Michael Jackson, the glove tour. I, um, I saw them at the Triborough Coliseum. My mom took me to see new kids on the block. It doesn't even exist anymore. My mom took me to see new kids on the block when I was in sixth grade. She really wanted to go see them. I couldn't have cared less. <laughs> anyway, we had fun. Um, so, so, all right. So all week we've been doing prepping, right? Well, except for Monday was news, but um, and apparently a little bit of tonight because we talked about it. Yeah. Prepping. Uh, all right. Uh, so <clears throat> we were supposed to have on, but yeah, well, we were supposed to have a guest on, but he had a family emergency, but that's fine. Cause honestly, there's so much news. We've got so many clips and we really want to talk about EMP prepping, right? Because we've been talking about prepping, but there's, there's reasons that we need to prep, um, to prepare for the future, really be it, it food, water, medicine, um, and both storable food as well as being able to sustain yourself after your storable food runs out. We will get to that as well. Hold on one minute yep. before I forget about it yep. real quick, because I haven't really been paying attention to uh, the pill, pill or foxhole. Yeah. Uh, why you black Sabbath 1974. That is honestly badass. Yeah. Uh, Leo Slayer. Yes. Tor Pantera skid row together. That was badass as well. And the dead 94 Buckeye Lake. Ooh, I saw the, Is that Pantera? I think that's a Pantera one. The Dead? No, The Grateful Dead. Oh, The Grateful, the Grateful Dead, 94 Dead. Buckeye I Lake. Saw the oh. I saw The Grateful Dead, the last show in New York before Jerry yes, died. Yes, yes, at Madison Square Garden. No, 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 or, at, um, at the Meadowlands. Meadowlands, yeah. Um, and uh, But someone gave me an orange in the parking lot, and I didn't know what that was, and I was hungry, and I was like, sweet. And so I ate the orange, and the next thing I knew, I was tripping balls and i don't remember much of the show but apparently it was amazing dude so, our favorite back I in the day a lot of colors was the double dipped jerry garcia that that, that is just sweet candy bomb. oh my lord i know anyway i do miss acid uh, i do too <sighs> okay. i wish i could take it around my kids but then i never talk to them no. i think we'd have a full-blown conversation yes I told yes. you to do that, and then I'll kick his ass, and yes. he'd be all pissed off at me. It'd be funnier than uh, shit, though. I tell you speaking what. of our kids, our child remembered what he did yesterday. Oh, Jesus, finally. Yes, finally. So, um, what do you do? In case y'all don't know, and this yet another reason for prepping, because accidents happen. Uh, apparently, he tripped over a laundry basket, and um, which is huge. So I don't know, but he tripped over a laundry <laughs> just like you. <laughs> he tripped over a laundry basket. And he fell and his ear caught on the metal grate that covers the air filter oh, that's why it was in the chair. hallway. Okay. Yep. And it tore all the way down through his ear. And then he hit his head on the ground. Um, and he's got a giant 
bump right behind his ear too. I gave him a bath today and washed his hair and replaced his bandage. Yeah, I told you I had a concussion. Yeah, you did. Um, and uh, and like anyway, he's he's and his ear is swollen to like twice its size today. He had to have stitches, tore through the cartilage. Um, so you know, of course we we ran to urgent care, but you know if um if that hadn't been available, would we have had the supplies here to have been able to treat him? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, mean, I got plenty. It wouldn't have been pleasant. Nope. Um, he probably would have felt he, every single stitch going in his fucking ear. He screamed his head his off. Huge ear of his. It was. It it, it's even. It was already big to start with. Now it's gigantic. It's like it's. I mean, it's it's big. So anyway. so you have to you have to look at it prepping. Um, and I always tell people this that you know one of the things you do in the military, you do a lot of it. You you're planning for operations. You can only plan for so long. So, for instance, I can only with the job I did, we could only plan for what we carried. So, in that case, we never went with vehicles. And if we did go with vehicles, it had to be concealed. Whatever you were doing, um, <clears throat> and then you. If you're going with vehicles, how are you getting them in? How are you getting them out? Are they local purchases? Are you getting a real vehicle? You know, what else are you going to have to bring to this fight? What else are you going to have to bring to bear on this fight to make it work for you instead of against you? And it kind of goes into thinking outside the box. Um, so everybody's so used to this confined. Here's the problem. I have to come up with a list of solutions to figure out what the best solution is. And then there's my solution. So what all we've done with this thinking, everybody thinks it's special. Oh, well you turn off a nerve. No, we don't do anything like that. It's literally taking out the middle part, the list and just identifying right off the bat. What is the most feasible way I can pull this off? So when you're prepping, stop thinking about, well, I have to think about the rest of time. No, you don't. What you have to start off with is a basic package that'll get you anywhere from 60 to 90 days. Yeah. Because honestly, it takes a hundred days for a seed to grow from, from seed to fruit. So I wasn't even getting into that yet, but, but I'm, you, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it this way though, 60 to 90 days, 60 to 90 days. Cause you have to remember when you realize all of a sudden that you're in a survival situation. Um, you do some really fucked up shit. It's got nothing to do with anything more than you have never, ever been put in a situation like this before in your whole entire life. Now you're forced into it. Now what, how are you going to react? People do some really crazy shit under being pressure. slammed under a ton of pressure. So, Unless you've ever been put in a situation like that before, you have no idea how you're going to respond. So the next best, best thing to do, honestly, is to plan. And when I say plan, you're prepping. So just replace plan and prep and we'll be good for the rest of this because that's the big part. You can only plan for a certain amount of time. So for instance, I know how long I can stay in this current residence based on where we live, how far we are from different things and where I want to go, not where I want to end up, but where I want to go. I want to start moving in the direction I want to end up. So what do I have to do to make a reach C? 
Well, somewhere in there, I got to go through B because I'm only going to plan for 90 days. How are we getting there? Are we walking? Are we driving? Um, are we going to do a little bit of both? Are we going to go from city to city, vehicle to vehicle, depending on what has the most gas, blah, 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 blah. Or what will it start? Well, there'll be, be vehicles available because if we get hit with an EMP. Yeah, all of a sudden nothing works if, unless it was built before, before 1971. 1978, depending on the vehicle. Some, even 1980 with some pickup trucks. Um, but, yeah, okay. I'll yeah. give you the pickup trucks because yeah. I wasn't thinking that way about pickup trucks, but I was thinking. So neither here nor there. How are you doing this? You have to plan for at least 60, 90 days. When I say 60, 90 days, I'm talking food, water, shelter, maybe power, maybe just at night or maybe at a specific time during the day. Um, transportation. Some sort of transportation to get you from point A to point B to point, point C or a plan. You don't necessarily have to secure the transportation. If your plan is to, to walk, steal walk. a car, yeah. steal a car. If your plan is to... Walk, walk, but whatever you're going to do while you're falling back, you have to remember that you're coming from a location that you kind of knew what was around you because you go through a moment of shock and a moment of shock sometimes turns out to be about 10 or 15 days before you finally figure out, well, this food is not going to last forever. I've got to figure out what I'm going to do now to get myself from here to there to there before I'm finally satisfied. So. You have to plan that way. What are you going to do? Okay, well, I've got a bunch of food. How easily, how easy is it for you to transport all of that food you have? Food is heavy. Food takes up a lot of room is, in a rug. It, if food is heavy and it takes up a lot. Of, I think, I mean, I have, what, six 30-gallon tubs full of yeah. storable food. How are we going to move that? And that doesn't include water. That's just storable food. It also doesn't include what the blankets and, you know, I mean, blankets and pillows and extra clothes. And, and you got to I mean, remember things that I have while stored. you're moving, you have to be able to break down. So for mm -hmm. instance, if you're moving in that direction and your initial plan fails, now what? What do you do next? Do you all of a sudden oh shit, lose your mind again and go back to day one? Or do you say, you know what? Fuck it. Watch this. Hold my beer. This is what we're going to do now. You come up with your own plan. You have to be mentally prepared as much as physically prepared. Correct. But And, and don't forget personal safety. Personally you prepared have to be because- You cannot go out if, okay, hold on. Because if you- if we get hit by an EMP, all right, and if you guys don't understand, a lot of people don't know what EMP is. A lot of people have never heard about EMP before, right? It's really not something that, that's been talked about maybe a little bit more recently. It, it's been talked about. In the military, but in- It, it happens in, every day. You just don't know about worlds. it. I mean, yeah, I emit EMP. EMP no. Our kid jokes that I emit a little EMP every single day, but- um, When you're a twat, you do. Yeah, well, but EMP is electromagnetic pulse. So um, you can have a short range EMP or a long range EMP. The theory is if, that if someone detonates a nuclear weapon 30 miles above Ohio or the middle of the country, it would knock out the electrical grid uh, for 95% of the continental United States. Um, there's also, I've heard of 
Russia and China both developing a, a kind of a short range EMP. I saw a video of it of literally like some kind of a a plane flying emitting EMP below it and just the lights going out all the way down. That's impossible. Uh, well, why? Because you've not heard about it? No, it's impossible because there's nothing in this realm right now that we're aware of. Unless somehow they, they found the almighty chakra or they um, went, went to the Avengers universe and stole one of the stones. I'm telling you, babe, they're talking about this. There's nothing. Okay. EMP so technology. listen, first of all, let's let's. All right. So we're going to do it or not. Yeah. How are we doing this? Okay. So I'm just making no, sure. I'm just telling you, nothing is impossible. Whatever way it were to happen, if an EMP were to hit us, okay. Okay. So my point is this. We have not been able to, um, we have not been able to create dark matter yet. That would be the only way that you could, on this planet, with. Okay. You're getting hung up on minutia. It doesn't, no, 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 it doesn't no, 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 matter. No, no, no. With gravity and everything else and everything else to create what you're talking about, the uh, the force that you need just to make a small one will absolutely blow your mind. It's, it's not me talking about it. It was the news talking about it. No, I, I'm just telling you. Listen, okay, because there's nothing that can create that type. The only thing that we've found so far that can create the EMP the way, okay, first let's understand what EMP is first. Cause she, she did go on about a good, a good point. There is a lot to that. It's not as it, the amount of electricity it takes to create an EMP would require a nuclear detonation. It does require a nuclear yes. detonation. So you have to, to generate just the one, one, one we're talking about now with the nuclear warheads we have, it would, it would never, ever happen all. Well, at least from the U S side. Now from the other side, I couldn't tell you because who knows how they plan their shit out, how our stuff is developed. It is developed just like what you saw in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Um, the only, the cities of Nagasaki and Hiroshima went dark. None of the cities around there with any electricity in them went dark. So that just gives you an idea of what a total, because when you look at a nuclear blast, you have to break a nuclear blast down into three separate categories. You have the initial yield, you have the total, or you have the predicted yield, you have the initial yield, and you have the total yield. The total yield is never determined until the initial yield is found. That has to be found to determine the total yield because what the initial yield is and what they call the blast radius and then the cone of effect, which is if you've ever seen a nuclear blast, if you've ever seen a mushroom cloud, the mushroom cloud goes up and you see this wave just come off of it and it keeps, keeps spreading and spreading, spreading out. That initial wave is what they call the shock wave followed behind that is what we call EMP. 99.7% of EMPs are static electricity. Every time that you rub your feet on a carpet and then run up and touch a doorknob, that little shock is what that is. It is one great big static electricity charge that shoots through the air. It is radioactive. It is thermoactive. It is... 
uh, magnetic. It is all of that. It will fuck up any theme that draws any power behind it. That's why. And as far as that initial yield goes out, the total yield can be determined because now, you know, if you're cutting off a whole section of the country, are you just hitting a city? Are you hitting a, a fucking whatever, whatever it is that is all determined off of that. So that initial yield is initially how far the electro electromagnetic spread would go that could destroy all electronics. But that is a ground detonation. That's an airburst detonation. That's a period detonation. Like if you, you detonated at, you know, you drop a nuclear weapon on. Someone, okay. So it's, it's a, listen, hold, let me finish. Yeah. I'll let you go. It's a ground detonation, right? Yep. If you are to explode a nuclear weapon 30 miles above the center of the country, right? With air currents and whatnot, that could spread that EMP significantly further than a ground detonation. Actually, that's part of the beauty of our world. Anyway, well, and that, hold on, but that's, hold I mean, on. That's where, that's where, no, this is where everyone it gets, has theorized that like, that's how, that, that is how you it'd have to be lower than that. Well, it would have to be lower than that because, uh, the ionosphere is at 26,000 feet and that would shield all of us. Yes. No, it would have to be further down from that. Okay. Well, 10 miles. Essentially, I, if but you, no, because then you, they, they then you would, the, the then you would feel the effects of nuclear radiation. No, you couldn't do it there either. Uh, well, I'll, I'll look it up, but regardless, uh, it would knock out the power and we would not be able to bring it back. Our electrical get grid is incredibly delicate and not well secured. Um, there's not armed guards at the electrical grid and like the power plants and whatnot. And even if there were, yes, sir. Hmm. No. Yeah, it, they're whacking hut. They're even worse. You can hit like a couple. Someone did a video on it. You can like hit certain. Those plants are mini formers. That's not a that's, across those the country and knock out the electrical grid for a wide swath of a state. Anyway, um, but regardless, but even armed guards wouldn't help against EMP, right? It knocks out the electricity. It knocks out the electricity. So think about everything that runs on electricity. Everything that has a computer chip. Um, everything would get wiped out with a, well, well a get true this they, EMP. Leo Slayer just said I just saw an article that tested new cars and most of them were fine against EMP. We're fine with EMP. Excellent. Yeah. Um hey if they're shielded then fantastic. Um I don't know how that would be though because they're I mean they literally run on com computer, computer chips. chips. Computers would be fried. Pacemakers would be fried too, honestly. EMP is isn't complicated as it seems. An EMP isn't as complicated as it would seem. This is from BT Wallace. One can build a transient electromagnetic device that uses a single spike-like form of energy. It can build an amiable electrostatic discharge. Bonus, a TED device doesn't generate heat. That is true. However, for the power that it takes to generate that, to generate one that, like, let's just say to affect a city block. BT Wallace said for about two grand, a TED can be installed in a van park. Where? Uh, in a van oh, down where? for about two grand. A TED can be installed in a van, park it downtown, knock out power grid within a three to five block radius. Correct. Yeah. That's not a lot of output. No. 
That's not a lot of output. So, and you think about that, think about the electricity used to generate that, all the power you're going to suck out of that. So that's the big part about EMPs. People don't realize to create such an effect, you would have to explode a nuclear device. Yeah. So even in the event of a nuclear blast, right? The one thing we did learn, um, can I just say I'm thankful that you know irregardless isn't a word. It is not. It is. Correct. But we still say it. Irregardless, I still say it. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> just to piss you off. Drives me nuts. Either way, uh, what one thing we did learn is that EMP bubble does continue to dome out. This is where my problem is with that theory. Because if it's above the ionosphere, and I got to remember where the fucking ionosphere is. I don't remember the exact altitude it's at. But I, I'll get it. Anyway, long story short, if you tried to do that and you blasted it over the ionosphere, the ionosphere is what protects us from all of that shit. Not only does it protect us, but it also makes it easier for us to communicate around the globe. So for instance, in the military, I used this radio system. It was called an HF radio, high frequency antenna. And the high frequency antenna, you couldn't use a normal antenna. You just couldn't set up an antenna. You had to build an antenna. So while building this antenna, I learned all about radio waves, uh, wavelength, uh, wave compression, decompression, the whole bit all the way across the spectrum is actually really cool. So I was sitting across the world one day or on the other side of it, as I would put it, because I still believe it's flat, whatever. Yep. And, uh, we bounced a signal all the way across the world to, California to uh, Yuma or no, not Yuma, but uh, um, not Coronado, but the Marine Corps one. San Diego? Yeah. North of San Diego. No. Uh, Camp Pendleton. Okay. And uh, yeah, old Camp Pendleton, we bounced that signal and we talked to the guys in Camp Pendleton and they were telling about, they were telling us about the weather in California. I was like, yeah, well, I'm over here in this country. And I was telling about, I was like, holy shit, that actually worked. At night, you can absolutely do it because at night, the ionosphere is at its highest peak. Okay. During the day when the sun's out, the ionosphere is real close to the earth. Now, it does fluctuate up and down. That is what would protect us from EMP. But either way, with a blast, that's the tricky part about the ionosphere because you either do it when it's really exposed, which is late at night, or you do it during the day, but that means it's closer to the earth, which means you risk doing more damage to the ground you're going to try and inhabit. I would think they would do it late at night. And so say however they do it, they were to detonate a nuclear weapon and you were far enough outside the blast radius that we survive. There it is right yeah, there. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. We have the best, so, we, we have the 30, best listeners in the fucking world. See? Yes. But they, if they blow it up inside the 30 miles, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to get bounced out of the earth. No, no, that no. is what I'm it talking starts about. Starts thirty miles. So the blast six hundred miles. Yes. So if they would have to do it just below the ionosphere, yeah, they'd have to do it like twenty nine thousand. Yeah, then miles. you run the risk of no, because then you run the risk of blowing fucking radiation around the world. Well, I, I, I don't know that radiation is as. Anyway, that's a whole different thing. Um, but okay, say we were hit with an EMP, and the the other things that could potentially cause an EMP. Uh, let's see. NOAA issues a new geomagnetic storm watch for April 29th. You know, they're saying this is going to be the most active sun cycle ever. 
Um, and that it it is very possible for a CME, a coronal mass ejection, uh, basically a solar a flare. Coron a coronal mass ejection? Yes. StreamYard has lost access to your Twitch account. That's okay. Um, okay, then. Did we get kicked off of Twitch? I think we did. Well, we have a secondary Twitch account. We're we're still up on Twitch. I mean, we have one of our accounts up, but yeah. tell everybody switch over. Weird. No, it still says we're live. Which Twitch account did we lose no. contact to? I don't know. Weird. It says we're good. Do you guys hear us? Yeah. Let us know. Um interesting. Yeah, they still see us here. We're still here. Okay. Why am I not seeing it? I don't know. Weird. Weird. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, a, a coronal mass ejection, a, a major solar flare could also knock out the power grid. Uh, there was the, um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, if anyone can help me out here. Uh, I am watching the, the stream on my phone, so I don't know why it's not coming through. No rumble either. No rumble either? Yeah. Well, that's very weird. Because we're broadcasting all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, very weird. Anyway. Um, but yeah, this side, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember the, the name of the, uh, the specific event that happened. And it was before, you know, electricity was huge. We depended on the technology that the way we do now. Uh, it's like the maybe the Barrington effect, something like that. Oh, the Great Barrington, uh, the uh, the Great Barrington theory, or uh, no, no, that you're thinking of the Great Barrington declaration, yeah. was, which was had to do with COVID and early treatment. Yeah. No, I'm talking about um, there. There was an event that happened that knocked out all of the telegraphs across the country. It was because of a coronal mass ejection. And if something like that happened today, it would knock out the power grid. It would knock out all electronics. That is a very strong possibility. There's also a giant asteroid classified as potentially hazardous by NASA that's about to zip by Earth at 23,300 miles per hour. Um, but don't worry. They said there's nothing to see here. They said there's, there's nothing. Don't worry about it, says NASA. And it's classified as potentially hazardous. Um, and... It's going to come within 4.6 million miles of Earth's orbit around the sun, which is actually quite close when you consider distance of things the way they tell us that they are, which I think is all bullshit anyway. But regardless. Anyway. Um, Irregardless. Yeah. <laughs> no. Either of those things could, could knock out the power. So if that were to happen, what do we do? Well, you got to build a Faraday cage. Okay, so how do we build a Faraday cage? Well, so, first off, what is a Faraday cage? Well, that's that's where we're going to start. Okay. So, an hour in. Let's start. You told me that. Uh, well, you wanted to talk. I let you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Zip your mouth. I don't want to hear it. Uh, first thing we got to do is figure out exactly what answer that question. What the fuck is a Faraday? Cage? What is a Faraday cage? Why do we? How about better yet? Why do we need? Why would you need a Faraday cage? What would a Faraday cage do for you? That's what we're going to figure out. And as soon as I can find the name thing, it shows up. There it is. Boom. All right. So let's watch uh, these real quick. And this isn't very long. It's a couple minutes. We're still up on Rumble too. So I don't know what's going on. 
This picture shows a girl, a couple of girls standing inside a metallic cage and somebody is trying to electrocute them using lightning and nothing seems to be happening to them. She seems happy. Why? Now, you, if you're thinking, hey, maybe the electricity is not much over here, maybe it's a very tiny spark. Well, the same effect can be reproduced using, you know, millions of volts, lightning, which is produced due to millions of volts of potential difference using what we call Tesla coils. And you can see the same effect. People inside a cage, lightning is striking that cage, but nothing happens to them. Why? Well, metallic cages are basically conductors. So let's explore how conductors deal with electric fields and maybe we'll be able to answer this question by the end of the video. Say we have a positive charge kept somewhere in space and close to it, we're gonna keep a spherical conductor. Imagine a metallic sphere with a hole inside of it, the cavity inside. And let's say it's neutral. The question now is, if we are in electrostatic conditions, meaning there are no moving charges, how would the electric field change due to the presence of this conductor? We can begin by asking why should the electric field even change because we have kept a conductor now? Well, here's the thing. Conductors have free electrons inside of them. And so if you consider a free electron somewhere over here, because there's an electric field, it's gonna put a force on this electron because it's negative, the force would be in the opposite direction of the Okay, I'm not going to let this Indian yes, continue to bore you. us, but uh, he was talking about uh, basically how electromagnetism uh, affect, affects electricity, what it does to to its effect of electricity. It basically kills everything, just so you're aware. Um, it sucks the life out of it. That's why I don't understand how electric cars are doing well with EMP because they wouldn't have any power in the batteries, yeah. which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Oh, and Robin Marie saved me. Uh, it was the great, it was the Carrington solar flare of 1859. Yeah. Okay. I knew it was, it was like Carrington, Barrington, I was like, but it was Barrington. I was like, Carrington. Like, yes, you're right. It's Carrington. What are we talking about? Barrington Bears? Yeah. Oh, Barrington Bears. Barrington yeah. Bears. So, all right. So a Faraday cage is, uh, is a what? metal, is a metal cage that's going to protect your electronics from your an EMP. So, uh, in a nutshell. No, it not. No, no, no. Oh, no. If that's what you think, no. Okay. Well, then what is it? Well, give me one second. I will. I actually have a video for it. Shush. <sighs> I know it's dead air. You hate it. It's I really, I nuts. really I do. don't right, Well, care. while you look at that, let's talk about some basic supplies that you should have. Um, assuming that you're able to stay where you are. And a lot of people I think will, uh, if you're in a secure location, because remember when everything goes to hell, just because you're prepared doesn't mean that everyone else is going to be prepared. They're not. Yeah. And they're, they're going to be looking to come to you they because are they be know looking you to are. Come to you. They're going to be looking to come to you for food. And if the, you don't give them the food, they're going to try and steal it from you. Um, I mean, no joke. People will be fighting yep. over the, the last can of peaches. I've said it a million times and it's absolutely true. So if they know that you have a vegetable garden, if they know that you have chickens or that you're a prepper, right? That you have storable food, um, anything like that, a good supply of water. They're, they're going to come trying to steal it. They're going to come. If so they're, the if number one thing that you're you not armed and they are, guess who's going to yeah. get it? So the, num the number one thing you need to have is a way to protect yourself. That's El Numero Uno. Yes. So, so even with that being said, so let's talk about what's going to be gone, right? Because we just sat there. You, you, you heard all that wonderful jazz from that Indian fellow. Um, I didn't hear got that feather. I, I, but, I couldn't. Um, he, 
he brought up some good points about it. There, you saw those people standing in the cage or getting hit by electricity. I've done that actually before. It's a little weird. A lot of static electricity that passes through that cage, but there's nothing else other than that. Um, and the static electricity is pretty much harmless. But that alone, you now know what what causes an EMP, all right? Obviously, it's going to be a nuclear blast. For something that big, it's going to be a nuclear blast. That being said, you can take a room and literally the one I'm about to show you, the video I'm about to show you, this one's really cool. It shows you how to build a Faraday cage from start to finish. But what are you going to protect? So have you ever taken your phone into a place and not been able to make a phone call? Or not, yeah. you had zero, the zero bar. Back of Kroger. Okay. All the time. That is essentially a Faraday cage. At that point, because there's cell phones are just really high powered radio waves. So if you think about what a cell phone does, you think it's, oh, it's cells. No, it's got nothing to do with fucking cells. It's overpowered radio waves. That's all they are. And it's just able to communicate at a level higher than a normal radio frequency band. They all, they, operate in the millions. They don't operate anywhere in the thousands or the hundreds. And that's where 90% of your radio waves are is in hundreds and the thousands range. Um, cell phones operate way above that. So if you think about that, that's all that is the radio wave, right? Radio yeah. waves are backed by electricity. So if you go into a place and all of a sudden you have absolutely no bars in your cell phone, you can't make a phone call. That would be a Faraday cage. Faraday cages will protect you from both electromagnetic, uh, electrical. Oh, and by the way, if you think somebody's like spying on you or they have a recording device of some sort, bring them into a Faraday, Faraday cage and you will hear. Uh, like that high-pitched beep. Like if I were to. Like the wine, like almost that echo If wine. I were to take both of our microphones and put them together, yep. you know that interference that comes from two Yep. Microphones, you're going to hear that, that high pitched, and you'll be like, oh shit, you're going to know that somebody's got a recorder on them. It's that simple. That's what they do. That's what the cages are designed to do. You will know all of that. It, it works fucking fabulously, and they're really easy to build. And I've actually upped it one other step because I found out if you take a little, I, I want to call it reflexive armor, if you will, because you electrify whatever metal you shield yourself with, if you electrify that metal, you increase the power of that cage. So that cage now just got bigger. Even though physically it didn't get bigger, it just got bigger because now you're pushing out an electro charge and plus, pl verse plus, anybody, science majors there? Anybody? No. Okay. So plus, verse plus, zero. They zero themselves out they become completely neutral. So that's gone. You've just made another shield around you where you can almost step outside your own cage because that's what that does. So if you get a Marine battery and you basically hook it up on two different sides of the room with wire running all the way around it, you're good. It's basically the same thing. It works that well. Interesting. So, but we're going to get into this because this video is the best one I could find. I've watched them all now. I think I think I maybe have five left, but okay. I'm almost positive that this is all of them. Okay. So um, this is the best one that I thought more people would be interested in. It's only so, three minutes. Yep. Sweet. Backyard brains. Noise. I don't like Sometimes you just can't get rid of it. For those situations, you need to build your own Faraday cage. It's easy to make. You just need some metal screen mesh, some wood strips, an alligator clip cable, 
and some basic tools you can find at any hardware store. A roll of metal screen mesh is about $10 to $20, and you'll have so much you can make as many Faraday cages as you want. To begin, measure out a 8 by 16 inch rectangle on the metal mesh, and cut out this rectangle with some heavy duty scissors. Now you want to measure 5 8 inch lengths of your wood strips. I'm using 3 8 by 3 16 wood, but you can use whatever you like. Then, carefully unroll your metal mesh so that it lays flat. Now, taking your light duty staples and your favorite little handy staple gun, you are going to staple the wood strips through the metal mesh. Take the first wood strip and apply it to the end. Be careful about your fingers. Staple the next wood strip about five and a half inches distant. Third wood strip about two and a half inches distant. The fourth wood strip about another five and a half inches distant. And the fifth wood strip at the end of the mesh. Now, as you can probably tell, we're using the wood strips as braces, and now that you've stapled them all, you can now shape the metal mesh into a small little box, your Faraday cage. What's nice about this is that it opens and closes easily, and you have ports on either side of the Faraday cage with which to manipulate your preparation for your experiments. To show it working, take your standard cockroach prep. Now here I've intentionally created a very noisy environment. I have my laptop hooked up to the wall outlet, I have my soldering iron on and the fluorescent lights on. And watch what happens when I turn on the spiker box. Okay, really quick, spiker box. All that is is measuring is electrostatic inf uh, interference in the air. All right, so he's just measuring the amount of electric currents that are flowing through the air. Uh, the reason this is important is because this will show you when you put it inside a Faraday cage, what happens to all that electrostatic interference. And I want to know how many people noticed that, oh yeah, the fucking, the sides are open. Yeah, the sides are open. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. Too noisy for experiments. What can we do? Now take your alligator clip cable and clip it to the ground shield on the electrode connector. You can see this by looking at the spiker box on the side. Now place your spiker box into your Faraday cage. and clip the other end of the alligator cable to the screen mesh. You have much better signal quality. See those nice responses. Now there is an interesting physics reason. So essentially what he showed you there is just by doing that, just encasing it in the metal, he blocked all the other signals out, all the other electromagnetic interference that was happening because the mesh itself is a neutral conduit. So, so nothing, it's nothing's absorbed by it. It bounces basically off. So, so what you're, so what you're saying is if I lined this entire room in chicken wire, all the way around, 
ceiling, everything. If you did a double layer, yes. Like that, the you know the real thin double layer chicken wire, chicken yes. wire all the Where way around the it's, room. It's it's like contracting every corner, you know. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how they make the little the little uh, octagon, I guess. Yeah. They cross over octagon, so yeah. in the middle they were getting layered over. Yes, you could absolutely do it. That's how easy it is. Wow. And chicken wire is probably one of the better ones because it is has a uh, copper lead dilutant within chicken wire. Interesting. Chicken wire is also really good because you can nail it about a half inch off like any, like if you were building the room from scratch and you had all the studs exposed, why not do this? Just put staples in and lay the chicken wire over the whole room. Inside the, sh inside inside the, wall. the wall, but outside away from the wood. So it's not touching anything. Clip yourself in and then plug a battery into that, a little Marine battery. And now you have an, affect it, its reactive armor, if you will, to any EMP signal that comes with it. Then all you have to do is store all your electronics in there and, now, and all your electronics will work. If you take the batteries out of an old car, like, um, let's just say like a Ford, yeah. uh, old Ford F-150, like, uh, one of the first, uh, one and a half ton trucks, the old, old trucks. And you take that battery out, you put it in your Faraday cage, EMP goes off, boom, right? You go out, put that battery in the Ford, that will work. That will drive away. As long as you got gas in it, that will drive away. No problems. No microchips in that vehicle. There's really no nothing. You're good. Yeah. So, uh, Cuboy said, so, and I was going to get to this. So he said, smartphones are useless to put in there as there's an attack on the towels. They'll be useless as well. Yep. And, and I mean, that can be true of anything because if there's an attack, if they drop the electrical grid, you're not going to be able to access the internet. You know, your, your cellular networks are going to be down. You're not going to be able to talk to anyone um, on your cell phone. That is, unless you have a sat phone, which if you have a sat phone, put that in your Faraday cage. Yeah. That's really important to go in your Faraday cage. Um, and if you don't already have a sat phone, then I'm sorry to tell you, you're probably not going to get one because they're like, three years on back order now. And at that point it's too late. Uh, we're definitely closer than three years out from this situation. Um, but that's not necessarily true. And I understand what you're saying, Cuboy, but it's not a hundred percent true because how many things you have downloaded your phone? You know, a lot of phones these days are bigger than most old computers. Remember I used to joke about how the, my phone was bigger than the server that ran my entire hotel and we had 400 rooms and yep. sold out every night, right? Um, so if you download certain important things to your phone, um, certain podcasts that give you information on how to prep, on on how to grow things, YouTube videos like the the Heartstone uh, yep. videos that we were talking about last night, the you know basic compressed four minute videos to teach you how to grow food, um, or I, I don't know. You can't see the chat in here. We're still going and I can see it on my phone, but for some reason you can't see the chat in here. I don't know why. Um, but, uh, you know, there's things that you can download to your phone books, a great resource, um, in order to be able to access that information even after an EMP. So yep. even though you're not going to be able to access the internet or get those things later, there's no reason why you can't download, download things that, now. 
I mean, none honestly, whatsoever. Really? Uh, you know, you can download. In fact, uh, I was listening to Mike Adams today. He's putting out a survival, some kind of uh, prepping handbook. Um, I'll think of the website and, and put it in the show notes, but uh, you can go on there and, and it's like 160 pages of the, what to do in almost exactly this kind of a situation. So, so, I mean, you can make a bunch of big ones. Uh, you can make small ones. Uh, you can make it out of anything. That's the beauty of the Faraday cage. Faraday cages can be put anywhere, wherever your mind can think about putting it. For instance, uh, I've, I've had a plan to build a, uh, a safe room, a panic room. And in that room is going to be a whole lot of guns. There's going to be a whole lot of shit that I want to keep protected, but I want to protect it on more than one level. Um, I was that kid that always thought that, man, if you had a fucking secret room in your house, you'd be like the bad, the most badass person ever. Well, now I own a home and I can't put a secret room in there. I'm kind of not the most badass person ever. So now I'm working at being the most badass person ever. If you get catch my drift. So, I've been thinking about what, how I was going to do it. Well, other than stripping it all the way back down to the studs, which is the best way to start, especially if you're going to build a Faraday cage, you strip all the way back to the studs. You can do, there's so many tricks out there. Folks, like V Lynn said last night, I did learn how to build fucking garage doors by watching a fucking YouTube video. YouTube is good for something else other than just us slinging our hate at it. All right use youtube for what it's worth go there learn about building shit using your hands I, I don't know where everybody got this thought that americans hate using their hands bullshit i love to build shit no shit i built a grape arbor today i i, I don't know where that comes from but it doesn't come from our generation and i'm gonna damn well sure make sure it doesn't come from yours either. one of my favorite things to do is to sand down and refurbish old furniture that's that like i find on the side of the road and but I've come up with some amazing pieces, have I not? You build this room. A, you, when you're done, it's going to be like a sense of accomplishment. You all have that little extra space that it's being used by nothing. Um, that if you took five minutes or 20 minutes of planning and actually sat there, came up with an idea of a way to disguise the entrance and exit, you could do a lot to that room. I have even bigger plans because I'm even talking about putting up Kevlar sheet and the whole bit. Um, I, I, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but we'll, we'll figure that out at the it time. Will. Um, but it's probably a safe bet to say it probably will. It probably will. But this is like, this is a room you could build and it doesn't need to be real big. If you can keep people in there for at least, I would say a 24 hour period and, you might as well go ahead, strip away comfort. All right. This is your fallback position. Okay. All your electronics, everything you're hubbing out of is coming out of this one room. Everything comes back to a point where you can plug it into a generator if you had to. Yes. A generator. The biggest is part is putting important. a generator in this room. So for instance, I got a bunch of cameras around this house. If I make sure that all their power can be switched to the generator, when I need it, my cameras will still work. More important than the cameras is the freezers. Freezers. Uh, but cameras are huge for... Security, yes. But we also have dogs for that. Um, but, I mean, we didn't... 
store up all this food. No, no. So build I'm up not saying, I know, I know, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is we didn't build up this food supply to let it rot. And the other thing that you have to think about is, is your stove electric? Yep. Right. Do you have a gas stove? Do you, do you have, have an electric stove? Do you have, stove? have a gas stove or an electric stove? Even if your stove is gas, is your gas, the gas power, the, the gas that comes to your house, is that run on an electric switch? Do you know how to take care of that? Yeah. If it were running an electric switch. So, so these are all questions you need to find out about get, your own home. Get a, get a good grill. Like we have an egg. I love, we got a big green egg. I love our egg. I could bake on it. We can smoke on it. We can, we can cook literally anything we need on the egg. So if the power to, were to go out, I can we have an electric burn stove. regular wood if I can't get yep. charcoal Ab on it. Absolutely. It's actually, it's a wood, yeah, it's a wood burning egg. So um, you can do everything on that. Have a way to cook your food. Have a way to boil your water. Life straws. I'm telling you guys, um, life straws are so amazing, especially if you get to the point where you have to relocate and you don't trust the water. You can put over a thousand gallons of water through a life straw. And it's, it's a great filter. You can drink out of a pond or a freaking stream or, you know, water drainage on the side of the road with a life straw. Remember the rule of threes. You can go three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food. Right. True. So you need water. Water is so key. And that water needs to be fresh because if you're in a post-apocalyptic situation. You want to try to stay as healthy as possible. Yes. You cannot be drinking bad water because then you're going to end up with dysentery and die on the side of the road. More than likely. And that's not what you want. And and this is all just something. This is only going to get you through for, uh, I'd say, anywhere up to. Again, three to three to six months, uh, sixty to ninety days. Sixty of, to ninety days. Food, that's that's which, which what, is why. No, no, no. You got sixty to ninety days w using the Faraday cage with everything. If you prep properly, you have sixty to ninety days worth of because that means you're not running the generator during the day. The generator is only being run at night because um, you got to conserve gas. So uh, your freezers are minimal open, minimal closed, so, so on and so forth. So you're keeping as much cold air as possible in the freezers. And the only time that you're running the generator during the day is when you're trying to make sure that something stays frozen or um, you're getting smart about the way you're doing things. Uh, for instance, if you're a hunter, you're not going to hunt early in the morning. You're going to, you're going to be one of the late day hunters. So that way you can bring your kill home and throw it directly, whatever you have to freeze. So that first night you get that initial freeze in the meat. So it stays, stays for you and it doesn't turn. Um, that goes for just about everything else. You're going to have to plan around that. You're going to have to think, well, I'm not calling anybody unless somebody else put an HF radio in there. Yeah. Room. A CB radio is uh, honestly, um, that you're going to need, well, you could start with CB, but, uh, HF would be the way you want to go because we're still going to have an ionosphere. Yeah. We're still going to be able to reach out and talk to people, but we're just going to have to figure out channels and everything else. If you're smart, you've already, uh, got the download, uh, or downloaded the, uh, what is it? The record recorder's guide to the end of the world. And uh, it tells you all the frequencies that HF stations that are already Far Faraday caged and everything else are going to be listening on this, that, the other thing, blah, 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 whatever. 
that's that's a good place to start because that's at least a place you can get some information. It's not necessarily where you want to be, but it's a place for information. Either way, moving that direction, all of this spins out to where you want to end up. So when we're talking about prepping, we're talking about whatever you got, you've got to be able to carry on your back. It's got to take care of you. So MREs, if you can get your hands on MREs, that's the fastest way to uh, 2000 calorie meals per meal. I mean, that's what you're getting. You're getting, and it's, you only, and you, it tastes like shit, but it, all you got to do honestly, is consume it. You only need one a day. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I, really? You, I, won't, you, I've dealt you can that. easily survive on 1500 calories a day. And because I can tell you right calories, now, you really only need one a day. An MRE with cheese. If you get one of those, you will sh not shit for probably about three weeks. Just so you're aware. You might as well just ward off pooping because it ain't going to happen. So you don't even have to worry about carrying TP with you. But if you are in a place that you can stay, which like I would like to stay here because I put a lot of work into being able to build it up so that we could survive here. Um, another important thing to stock up on is seeds. Yeah. Especially. Wood, non, what's another one? Non, what if, if, if especially access, if you're within the blood? Yes. yes. Access to wood. Um, but non, non GMO seeds. Um, and uh, especially like herbal, herbal medicinal seeds. Um, and I was talking to Mick about this before the show. I'm thinking about doing uh, just a, a short show during the day, like 30 minute clips, maybe once or twice a week um, growing because I'm learning to do it myself. I already know how to grow stuff, but um, growing, harvesting and making herbal medicines, tinctures, syrups, poultices, things like that. Um, cause honestly, if something like this were to happen, we would have to go back to the old ways. Yeah. And I'm talking, I'm not talking the old ways, like the nineties, we were talking about, you know, having fun at concerts. I'm talking about the old ways, like the 1790s and the 1890s, 1776s. Yes, exactly. Where we're going to use our giant dogs, uh, to help us hunt for food. Come here. But it, it's, you have to, you have to start, stop thinking like I see all these prepping shows and it pisses me off because these guys are like, Oh, I've got enough food for fucking 3000 days. Great. Can now I know you? where you live, you yeah. fucking dumbass. And guess what? I know where I'm going day one. Cause your ass is dying. Cause I guarantee you don't have enough weapons. Oh. You ain't keeping me out of that motherfucker. So it, it's, I get really sick. Uh, I, I get really upset. Well, I, I won't even say upset. I don't get really upset. I just, I, I'm neutral about it, but it's just so stupid because th this is such a, it's so avoidable. You don't need food forever. No, you, you need, need 69 days worth of food and you need to have a plan as long a, as a plan to be able to sustain, your, sustain yourself after that point. So yeah, as again, long as you have that, it takes a hundred days for food to grow. Correct. To as, as long as you generally. have that, you have the basics. Just remember, everybody's going to go through a moment of shock and that shock can go anywhere from 10 to 15 days, depending on the person, depending on the situation and the surroundings, the people they're with. If you're with someone like me, your shocks are going to be probably less than 20, 25 minutes. Whereas if you're with somebody who's never been through this either, you could be a couple of days before you always already figure out what is already known. If you've watched, this is the end. When 
they realize what the fuck is going on outside. Not that it's that's a little bit of a different situation than what we're talking about, but yeah, okay. Close enough. Might as well be. I mean, demons and fires and it's the point about their attitudes, the way they acted at first, it was denial, disbelief. Oh, this isn't going on before they finally accepted the situation that they were in and said, Hey, look, I can actually make this better. And they started to do it. And then of course, what's his nut shows up and he's fucking stupid and drinks all the water. Anyway, my point is, is that as long as you understand that that's going to happen, it's, it's better to know. Yes. And say, okay, I knew this was going to happen. Then to freak out all of a sudden go, well, shit, I didn't know that was going to happen. Well, now and you know. The other thing is to, to be, be not just to know yourself, but to have a plan for your whole family. Right. So, um, the very first day of school this year, when I dropped our teenager off, um, his very first day of high school, I said, Hey, and on the, on the way to school, right. Cause he didn't have enough to stress about thinking about going to high school for the first time at military high school and they're going to beat his ass every day and whatnot. But I said, Hey, so looking forward to that. Just listen. If there ever comes a time when the power goes out, your cell phone doesn't work and the cars in the parking lot don't start. Do not stay in the school, get as many of your friends as you can and start walking home. Now at that point we lived in a different location. All of his friends, you know, they could have walked together. Now we're, a little bit further away, it's going to take him longer to walk, but you know what? He's in good shape and he can do it. Um, so, and I reiterated that to him today. Hey, if there's ever a situation where the power goes out, it doesn't come back on, your cell phone doesn't work and the cars don't start. You remember what you do? He said, yeah, I start walking home. Exactly. That's exactly right. And memorize the way to get home because, and take a gun. Cause he goes to a military school. They have guns. Even if it's an air rifle, it's enough to shoot. It's enough to scare someone. So, you know, for protection. Um, and he almost always has a knife on him too, but not in school, but whatever. Um, you, your family has to be aware of what could happen as well. And they have to have a plan to be able to get home in case of an emergency, because it's all good and fine for you to know that if the car won't start and your phone doesn't work, we've probably been hit by an EMP. But if your family is out grocery shopping, you know, your <laughs> wife's out grocery shopping and you haven't told her and she has no idea or your kids at school and you've tried to protect them and they have no idea, they're going to be terrified. They're not going to know what to do. It's better to know. It's better to know and be prepared than be unprepared and scared. So, you know what I just realized? What? All right, Sarah Connor. I mean, they do call me the mother of the apocalypse. Might as well, you know, you <laughs> fucking, all you need to start doing right now is like, uh, fucking gro go grab the pump action out of the safe, walk in here. Choo -choo, you won't take me to the and fucking, You know, suck down some beer and smoke a cigarette in front of me. And I'll be like, all right, you got bigger balls than me. How, about, up? how about a glass of wine in my vein? Nope. See, <laughs> I win. This is this is the the new millennial shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gay. Oh, okay. Well, I like my wine anyway. It's blackberry duck farts, though. <laughs> blackberry duck farts, folks. Are uh, uh, now understand? Uh, we did have a show kind of like worked out in our heads, and uh, we kind of went over it a little bit because I was home a little earlier than usual today. But um, we did. We had a show worked out in our heads. There was a uh, another proposal that has been 
placed in front of us. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, by the way, since we're obviously not getting to the news today, can we do a new show tomorrow? I know we don't normally do shows on Friday, but it's like I have nine clips up here that we're not going to get to. Let's do a new show tomorrow, even if it's just an hour. All right. We'll do a new show tomorrow. Okay, good. I, that's good. Actually, better because there's some shit that's going to might come out tomorrow. That Okay. Because you all did hear that we're like negative 1.25% GDP. Negative 1.4. Four, 1.4%. 1.4% GDP. GDP. One more, because uh, last, the uh, first quarter of the year, right, the just came out. Yeah. The first quarter. Yeah. That's like the worst GDP ever in yep. a second term of a president, like ever. Not even Washington had a drop like that in GDP. And they didn't even know what the fuck GDP was back then. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's horrible. There's just, ugh, yeah, no, we're, we're, I mean, I literally have, I have a handful of stories that we haven't gotten to at all. Um, we've, I've got nine clips up here that we're, we haven't gotten to at all. There's COVID news. There's, and then there's this news, other news. There's, you know, food shortage news. There's nuclear war news. Um, but honestly, this I think is, is more important than all of that. Um, so more important. we'll, we'll do a new show tomorrow, but this is, this is incredibly important. Um, so we had a, uh, uh, you, most of you savages were on Justin's podcast earlier today and, uh, you heard the proposition cause obviously we know what Donald Trump did. Uh, everybody knows by now. And if you don't, you probably need to go beat yourself amongst the head or go watch the news for five minutes just so you can figure it out. Uh, but Donald Trump in, in, endorsed Joe Lombardo, and uh, that doesn't sit well with me. That definitely didn't sit well with Justin. And I've got to be honest, when he proposed the idea of actually running for president, at first I thought he was kidding. He lost his fucking mind. And then I started thinking about it. And uh, folks, in 2024, if we want real candidates to vote for, um, <laughs> this might sound fucking ludicrous. And nuts. <laughs> but I, me and Justin talked for about an hour and a half this afternoon after a show is over. Yep. On my way back. You were still from, talking when I got home from bringing the kid home from school. So it's so actually it like two hours. Yeah. So we were on the phone for about two hours today. And uh, I, I'm not going to tell you anything special, but I'm going to tell you this. They're, they're we forming, are definitely contemplating. committee to explore the possibility of contemplating running for higher office. Correct. Not, not <laughs> higher office, the highest office. Hey, higher. Hey, we're, we're it will be higher. Cause you know, my weed is going to get smoked at the gonna, fucking white house. If the, me and Justin get elected we're, to we're fucking make the highest office in the land, really fucking high. Good luck getting out there. Motherfuckers. First thing we're going to do is legalize marijuana on a federal basis. L, well, no, nope, there's two, nope, two things we're doing. First thing, <laughs> will be a <laughs> constitutional carry that extends from the East coast to the West coast from the North to the South. Yep. And everybody will follow every law in the constitution period. That's it. That yep, is that's L that's what the laws numero are. uno and L numero dos will be weed legal. Yep. Absolutely. If God made it, you can have it. Yep. We're going to tax the fuck out of it, but it's legal. Yeah. Yep. It's going to happen because we've got to pay for all the other bullshit that's going to come down the line from it, but it's legal. So I, I've been, this has been rolling around my head all day today and I, I've been thinking about it and 
We got into a good two hour long conversation this afternoon, me and Justin. And I can tell you right now, there's definitely the exploratory committee that is now looking at a, uh, Andrew's dick punch ticket in 2024 That's not actually what it would say but and i think what we're going to do is we're going to run our slogan quite ready to re reveal our, our last name yet no we're going to run our slogan though fuck around and find out that will be our slogan you're not taking my no fear no filter no no fuck around and find okay. out sounds so much better all right um by the way Lindsay, uh we for some reason, we're not seeing the chat in, in StreamYard, so I'm just checking on my phone. You never say stupid stuff on here. Uh, but so she said, uh, BT Wallace, yes, a ham radio. That's what it is. The radio is what I don't have, but we'll see. I'm just hoping the Galactic Federation has got this. Got, so am I. Um, and if the Galactic Federation is real, then I think it includes Jesus. So I'm kind of good with that. Anyway, um, yeah, never place all your faith on anyone except God. Because that's really what he's there for, right? To face your pl place your faith on him. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, so hold on. I'm, I'm reading Pilled here. Give okay. me a second. I'm buying books of uh, Leo Slayer said. I'm buying books of things I might need to learn. YouTube how to videos won't be around. Correct. That's true. Unless they won't you be. download them to something that you keep Correct. in a Faraday cage. And yeah. I, I, I would just if you're going to keep it. And it's it's worth shit to worth a shit to you. It has whether also, value or whatever. I'm I'm gonna hide this room too. Understand this is not gonna be a room you're gonna be able to see from the outside of my house. And if you can, this will be hidden, you won't even know it exists. If you can download a cup some videos and stuff, you can also download your kid's favorite movie. You will thank me later. Can meet to store at room temp, just like canning veggie. That's if you, you got to salt the shit yeah, out of so it. If you're yes, going to you do can, that, you can. that's brining. It's called the process called brining. Well, if you smoke it, you can store it too. Yo, you, yes, yes. That yeah. is very true. So, Long-term yes, storage, you can, smoking. You can can yep. meat, you can smoke meat. Um, I'm, I'm going to learn uh, how to can too, because hopefully I'm going to get a shit ton of vegetables out of my garden here. Trash um, man green. If you have nothing to trade me, all I can give is lead. <laughs> Hey, um, Fuck yeah. um <clears throat> ammo is going to be the new currency. Yes, it will. I would also say stock up and this may sound crazy, but not really. Um, alcohol, uh, well, first off alcohol, you do need like really good alcohol to make, um, to make medicines. Well, that's a good medicine. thing that you have a husband that knows how to distill. Exactly. A still is a fantastic investment and learn how to distill alcohol. Even if it's just, even if it's, not good. Like it doesn't have to be this 99% pure burn. That's all you need. And, and it'll but, clean wounds. It will disinfect. Yep. It will do everything that you wanted to do to necrotic tissue. Yeah. Or, and then a little less um, pure, you can use it for blackberry wine or tinctures or, you know, yep. thing, thing, elixirs, yes. things like that. Yes. So cough um, syrups. Exactly. Uh, so a still is, is fantastic. <clears throat> Stills are great too. Cause uh, the bottom part, the it's the, they call it the orange. Mm -hmm. uh, what I call the orange at least, because that's the way it always looked in my still, but I also had a copper still. So supposedly if you let it get down to the bottom part, when you're stilling, when you're actually run making a run, it will, uh, in the bottom part of your pot, it will turn the alcohol little tint of orange or give it a hint of orange. Anyway, um, that 
taste uh, all of the sugar, anything that you put in there, that's all where that lies. Uh, that's where they got the idea of a, a cough medicine from. It was dipping a shot glass in there and taking a shot of that because it's highly potent too with alcohol. And all of that shit running through your system made people's throats feel better. That's where they got yep. the idea of cough syrups. So again, there's there's always more parts to the one part. It's not just one. There's more things that it can be used for. And then, you know, look around, repurposing items. And, you know, I know this is a big fad, blah, 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 blah. But so right now I'm looking at how to keep my puppy out of my container garden. Okay. Well, we have our son's old bed, which he has a new bed because he's fucking six foot tall at 15. He didn't fit into his old bed anymore. We had to buy him a new one. Um, but my mom threw a fit because she bought the bed and oh, you can't throw that away, blah, 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 blah. Well, now I'm glad we kept it because I'm actually going to take apart while well, it's already in pieces, but I'm going to repurpose his bed to build a frame around our container garden so that I can keep the puppy out. Okay repurpose things just because you originally used it for this doesn't mean you can't use it for something else. Yeah. And it also adds to this level of survival. If you will, yeah. if you're at that point, folks, you have to realize you get to that point. Uh, I've trust me, I've been to school where you will eat anything. Trust me. You will eat anything. You will try it once. If it tastes like shit, you're not going to obviously eat it again, but you will try it once. When you're hungry enough, you're starving. Let me tell you something. Even dead shit smells good. It's ridiculous, but even dead shit smells good. Yeah. You will do whatever it takes to survive. You have a, unless you're a gigantic vag and you're running around and you're asking people to give you puberty blockers and everything else, you will survive. I should have, we should have started out with that one tonight instead of walk, but whatever. You have to also respect the environment that you're in. Yeah. Think about where you live. If you're in the Northeast, I'm sorry, you're good for about five months of the year. Other than that, you're fucked because you're talking about the dead, dying end of the year. You can't grow fucking vegetables year round. You can't do this year round unless you have a greenhouse, unless you've already well, established. I mean, you, you can go, you can grow salad greens in your house and microgreens and sprouts and things inside, you know, in your kitchen. And But if you're not established by that first winter, you're fucked. You're done. You're dead. Yeah. So think about where you live too. All of that adds up. If you have a shorter winter and you live more to the middle of the country, shorter winter, longer, you know, longer summer, fall, good for you because that's probably about the most temperate place to be. If you're like me and you're stuck with the fuck down here, I'm just screwed. I'm just going to sweat to death. So, well, I guess I'm just fucked. Fuck it. But think about where you live. Think about what your options are, what your choices are from there. Think about what your fallback location is. You can ask her. We went to January 6th. I knew well ahead of time that that was going to be a, a fucking shit gigantic shit show. <laughs> Granted, I didn't think I was going to see, uh, I, I would have to say all the Patriot pride that I saw in the beginning of it as compared to what I saw at the end. But I went there. I, I had a lot of stuff. I had a lot of no buttons. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> A whole lot of no buttons because I was worried of it going the other way than the way it went. I was worried that there was going to be they some clash us in between there. and yeah. something was going to happen and shit was going to get sideways. 
that's what I was worried about. I had everything planned out for that. I had multiple E&E routes, north, south, and west. Everything was in three major cardinal directions because <laughs> I knew if I was in between two, I was obviously going to pick the closer one. But I had somebody at each lo location that was going to meet me, transport me to where I could get another vehicle, and then DD out, skedaddle, get the fuck out of Dodge. That was just for like a day. We went up there for a fucking day. I had three different escape routes out of DC, out of getting out of the fucking area, jetting real quick, fast, in a hurry, like. And these people were people were reliable that I knew I could pick up the phone and call. They would be there. How many people do you guys know like that? Probably not a lot. When I talk about my friends, it is a very select and few group. And everybody thinks I'm an asshole for it. I'm not. I'm a hell of a judge of a person. I can tell who you are within the first five minutes that I meet you. I don't know if it's your aura. You could call it whatever. My connection to the source. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. I can tell you this. I know if you're full of shit or if you're a halfway decent human being in the first five minutes, I meet you. Mix a human lie detector. And, and I Sparky can, boy, I cannot let him answer that question. What's that? Mm, mm -mm, nope. What? Uh. <laughs> I'm going to fucking read the question now anyway. <laughs> Mick, was it you that killed AOC January 6th? <laughs> no, because she'd actually be dead if I did it. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have to deal with her dumbass, dude. Come on, oh. B. Seriously? So, dude, right. you're my moderator. Come the f I I might have made the wrong choice. Wake and gnarly. I hope you're up for a part B job. Um, I'm joking. Me, me and my so me and my and Jay both get four months of of good growing season. Yeah. Okay. So four months is one harvest from seed to fruit. Correct. Okay. Um, you can get a lot of food in one harvest and you can store that food for a long time, like eight months. You also got to remember too, you can do a lot of what Velen talked about last night. Okay. She started growing plants here in February. Yeah. From February to March, actually, it was cold here. It was not like normal Savannah temperature. And our living room normally, was full of seed racks. <laughs> normally in Savannah in March, we are... It, normally like during the parade, let me just get, give, give you an idea. All right. During the parade, the hottest parade I've been at so far marching where I was actually doing shit, the whole parade, it was 83 degrees. That was March 17th in Savannah, Georgia. This year, it didn't get above 60. Well, the parade was nice, but from, I mean, from the end of January. Early morning to the actual parade, it was... Yeah. It was cold. Trust me, I was in a kilt, sweetheart. Well, that's true. I was, not, I was in a dress. Yeah. I was in a dress. Anyway, I'm and just I'm saying sober. it anyway. was this has been a colder, this has been a very odd year for us. Normally by this time, it's 90 degrees down here. True. It has and been a bit. And we colder. have not even hit 90 this year. No, not which yet. Which is odd. We've yeah. been close, but we haven't hit it yet. No, but, but I, I started growing seeds in actually at the end pretty February. much as soon as we moved in. Yeah, February. Like the end of January, beginning of February. Um, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was a ways after new year's, but yeah, it was about February. You started growing yeah. them. and you can start that stuff that cuts down. So if you start growing inside, it doesn't stop you from growing outside. You just transplant. Yeah. Boom. You're off. I mean, you get, you know, you get those little seed 
seed racks, basically. Yep. Um, you know, and and some. Once you get your little sprout, you take it outside. Boom, done. I mean, and you can they you can actually leave them even once they germinate. You leave them in the the seed rack for like a week or two. Um, once they get big enough, then you just you put it in in a pot. So then you put the pot on your windowsill once, and it's funny. Um, and I'm going to do a, a video of this cause I talked about it last night, but, uh, the, the plants that I started all my seeds at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was maybe a, a week between some and the other, but like all my tomatoes, I started at one time. Okay. All my squash, I started at one time. So I planted my tomatoes outside in two separate beds about a week apart, five days apart, but they germinated at the same time from seed. All right. Yeah. And the ones that I, I was telling you last night, the ones that I talked to are twice the size of the ones that I, that I've not been talking to. The ones you've been neglecting because you're a selfish little fucking bitch. Cause I was yeah. running an experiment. Um, but that's uh, what Dr. Fauci said too, <laughs> when he created AIDS. But then the, the thing is too, with like, you get those seed pots, um, and like bigger things like squash and things like that, you can start them in seed pots. And as long as those seed pots stay moist, like as long as you don't let them dry out, um, that squash is almost like, it's almost like it's in stasis, right? It's, it's not going to grow huge while it's in that smaller pot, but it's not going to die either. As long as you keep it. Wet. Yeah. Well, that's so, because the roots have to have the room exactly. to grow. Exactly. So the biggest so part, if like you start it early as soon as it gets warm enough to put it outside, you put it outside and then you're going to see an explosion of growth, but it's not going to die in the meantime inside. So she's still amazed by this lemon tree we got years ago. And I took this lemon tree and uh, she's like, we only get a couple lemons from it. I was like, yeah, it's because it's not in the ground. She's like, no, that's not it. I was like, no, that's like really it. That's as tall as it's going to get. That's yeah. as big as it's going to grow. I took that sucker, threw it in the ground. And like a week later, this shit hasn't stopped falling off the fucking tree. The lemons keep growing, like even out of season. It's, it's not supposed house, to, but it's not a supposed to do that. It's only a supposed to grow for like a set amount of time, and then now this the thing, fruit this it thing will fruit like every other year, eight feet tall and like ten feet wide. This thing puts off and fruit grew in every six so months. Every every year it would fruit. Um, like one year it would fruit on one half, and the next year it would fruit on the other half, and I'd get three or four dozen lemons, Meyer lemons. They look like grapefruits. They were literally, they were this big. Um, I mean, like a giant navel orange and they were lemons. Craziness. So, but with that. and But the other thing that's crazy too is, so I picked those lemons in February. They're still in the kitchen. I haven't refrigerated them, yep. right? They're still good. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't rotted. Nope, they it's, won't. And they, they won't. They'll dry. Yep. They'll desiccate a little bit. You, they're still usable. You yeah. can still use the rind. I can still juice them. I mean, I still use those lemons regularly as they've gotten older, they've gotten smaller. Um, and that's why the lemons you get in the grocery store are sm so small because they're really old. Uh, lemons actually should be lemons off the tree are gigantic. Yeah. They're pretty big. Yeah. So, um, but, and the fucking rind is thick as all hell. That's why I know that those have been genetically modified. The ones yeah. you get in a store because they're thin as all shit. Yeah. When you get one off the tree, that the rind is probably almost a half inch alone. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. Well, it's like, uh, but, but again, as they get older and they lose that water, yeah. then the rind gets thinner as well. So it shrinks up. Yeah, it really does. Shrivels and, up. You know, and um, so the other thing that's really important to store up on, and again, this may sound crazy, whether or not you're a smoker is cigarettes. 
Why cigarettes? Because they can trade. Exactly. Yep. You know everybody's going to feed for that shit. People are going to be Nick Fitton like crazy. Alcoholics are going to be looking for alcohol. So if you don't know how to distill, you're fucked. But I mean, even people that quit <clears throat> smoking fucking 20 years ago, let me tell you, when the shit hits the fan, they're going to be Nick Fitton. Oh, yeah. They're going to want a cigarette. They will trade their firstborn child for a carton of smokes. Do it for a pack. Yep. <laughs> They'll give you a blowjob for a pack. I mean, seriously, like cigarettes, are th those kind of things. Um, and don't forget about your basic necessities, right? It's, and I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about if you wear contact lenses, how often do you go through a bottle of contact lens solution? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, toothpaste. You, you need toothpaste, extra toothbrushes, um, soap. Yep. I mean, these are the, the kinds of things, your basic toiletries, um, that's so important. Have a box of just that. Just your basic size. Have an oh shit box of your toiletries. Have an oh shit box of your storable food. Yes. And um, now I think we have uh, someplace you can get that. Right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, didn't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to do a video for that one, too. <clears throat> My too. Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply. Yes, we are now part of uh, My compost Patri teas, too. No nuts, small fruits. Trashman Green said, nice. Like it. Like it. Check out KNF Gardening. You make your own fermented fertilizers with plant leaves and fruits and brown sugar. There's lots of info online. Trashman Green again. Thank you, sir. I'm just saying, hey, look, you, you got to be prepared either way. Um, on this show, if you haven't been here very long, if you're an old listener, you've heard me say this before. Um, I'm about the do. I'm not just about the talk. We're going to talk about it. Yes, because right now we need to talk about it here in the future, though. Nope. I, I, I'm telling you that I, I'm, I'm thinking about this presidential thing not because i want to do it because it's power or something like that i prefer not to have to do this however uh there's a lot of things that we discussed today and um we have some theories as to what might be going on uh i will wait to see conference with the possible president elect as weird as that might sound um to before i release any of that but we we had we had a it was actually scary good. It was like we came up with every reason why we shouldn't run turned into every reason why we should run. And uh, we're tired of it just like you all are. And we were thinking about it. There's a lot of folks that probably listen to us on both shows that don't vote. How many of you fuckers would vote if you knew me and Justin were running on a ticket? If they showed up at your door, knocked on your door and said, hey, we're running for president and vice president. No, no. I mean, just how many people would go out and vote for us? We would bring in, there's a lot of people we'd bring in because we cover, we're just, we're not politicians. We're just people. This shit with Trump, this has got us both pissed. Yeah. I put a lot of stock behind Trump. I'm not saying that I believe that Trump was our savior, but I thought he was going to do enough to stop the rest of the shit that's going on. And he didn't. And now we're slowly seeing the curtain pull back and we're realizing there's a good chance that he might've had something to do with the curtain being pulled in front of us to begin with. 
which even becomes even scarier when you think about it, because this is something we're now 15 moves behind the power curve behind everybody else. We're 50 moves behind. That is not good on any level. So how do we fix that? What do we do? We're not about sitting around talking to you all about it. We, I mean, we will, but what we've got to go make some speeches off the cuff. I do that every night here. Shit. Justin does it every day on a show. Well, as the bloodline heir to the empress of the universe, I give you permission. So now that I have, <laughs> I have the permission of the bloodline heir to the emperor of the universe. I, I just, I, I, I don't know how to turn this down. It, what he said, like I tried to argue every counterpoint. I tried to counterpoint the shit out of everything he said today. He tried to do the same to me, and we both came to the same conclusion. There's no reason why we shouldn't do it. No, we'll just rent an RV and drive across country. We're gonna fucking what? What are they gonna do? Kill us? Okay, good. Do it. Do it. Because you know what happens that day. Then I that run. is when the then, revolution goes yes. fucking then, then nuclear. They're martyrs, and I become president. So it. it <laughs> we don't see there's not an end to there's there's no way that this can end bad for us <sighs> death yeah okay i'm not scared to die I, i'll go see jesus i don't think i'm gonna see him but i'll i'll go try and attempt to get up there i think i've already done enough fucked up shit that i won't be welcome but whatever we'll we'll play that out i'll i'll wait that's uh you know okay I, I'm going to be here. Are you kidding me? Facilitating the end of the world and everyone else's survival. So it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Exactly. So I, I'm just like, hey, look, it, we can't find. I was like, we need to find a reason why we can't do this. We did find one reason. But it wasn't good enough. Money? No, we, we're going to donate our salaries. I mean, money to run. No, we're going to donate our salaries. We don't need it. We figured all that out already. We don't make a salary. We've already figured. We don't make any money on this. And in fact, I did want to address something real quick because the troll the other night said something about like we were using him to make more money off of this. Everybody that we've brought on this week does not sponsor us. If you go to mygotodoc.com and you talk to Dr. Saeed and you order antibiotics from yeah. him, we don't. We don't make any money. We don't, off make of that. Any we money. don't get a kickback off of that. Um, if you go to the uh, heartstoneproductions.com, yep. uh, we don't get and, anything. From and you that. look at her videos or you, you know, you whatever, join her course or whatever. We don't get any money for that. Trust me, we'll tell you the sponsors because yeah, the yeah. sponsors get put in yeah. in the beginning as and as ads yeah. in the beginning at the end of the show. Yeah. They, I don't, we don't you, do it on the live if, stuff. If you, if you need, if you need a great night's sleep, and you want to go buy a, a my pillow or some awesome freaking slippers, which I'm on my second pair because I destroyed my first ones. Um, that was through my fault, not through Mike's. Uh, Mike Lindell's, <laughs> or you know, great great pillows or or sheets or whatever. You go to mypillow.com, use the promo code Defiant. That's how we support the podcast. Or you go to drstellamd.com and you get your ivermectin and your hydroxychloroquine. Whatever you spend, we get 5% of that. That's how we support the podcast. That's how we buy the equipment. That's how, um, you know, that's how we, we bought That's how she sits right. No, I'm joking. She doesn't sit uh -huh. her ass here. That's, that's how we bought it. Unfortunately, I, I used to work two jobs now, to make sure that her ass 
sits there. But now I only work I, one and I, I collect a paycheck I, from another. I used to work 70 hours a week. And so yes, I don't yes, Jolene, I, I got bad news for you. Uh, if you haven't heard, you might want to go look it up. Fucking old Donald Trump put his, uh, put his support behind uh, Joe Lombardo. And Joe Lombardo is not an American is first a candidate. He's a dirty piece of shit. He, Donald Trump has also endorsed David Perdue here in the state of Georgia. Yep. And he is not an American first candidate. He didn't even fight he's for his fucking own rhino. stolen election. Yep. Uh, so he's another one. Uh, there's more and more. Uh, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. I heard somebody bitching about that today. Uh, oh, Jack Posobiec's got the freaking receipts on Dr. Oz. I'll tell you what. Dr. Oz has been promoting transgender yeah, children. Yeah. Dr. Oz has been promoting abortion. abortion. Yes. Yes. I know. Okay. Go. Dr. Oz if, is not a conservative. You want to know about Dr. Oz? Go check out fucking Jack Posobiec. Jack Posobiec. Twitter. He has He's been got the laying it out. Yeah, so absolutely. please. Um, never understood why people have a problem with podcasters. Okay. So well, with, with you making, are repacking with making money. I uh, repack oxygen absorbers. Last way. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, trash me head. You're dead on right there. Vader never. Okay. Well, I, so, yeah, I, he said he never understood why people have a problem with podcasters making money. How else and are we supposed to do anything? It, exactly. Because I'm, you know, on, honestly, it's, I mean, we, we probably spent all of our savings to get this up and running. Correct. And it was before we sold our house. Now we have new savings. That's great. And I've always been the one to believe that you, you spend money to make money. Right. I'm, um, or, or if you really need, need money, you give it away so that you get more money back. Yeah. Um, that's really always how, been how we've rolled and, and we've been successful with it. If I've got, if I, all I have is 10 bucks in my pocket and 10 gallons of gas in my, my 10 and a half a tank of gas in my car and I go to the gas station and someone rolls up there and they're literally on fumes and they have a dollar, I'm going to give them my 10, 10 bucks. Cause you know what, on, on that half a tank of gas, I can get to and from school and, and you know what, I'll find a 20, a $20 bill on the street. That's literally how it happens. It uh, <laughs> karma. That's it's called fucking that's karma. Always how we've rolled. Um, so I had no problem spending all of our savings to start up this podcast because we felt like it was important. And we've gotten way more back than it, we really have monetarily. And, and not I could give a shit less about money. I don't give a fuck about that. But what we've we, gotten back from not only when we branched out and we actually started doing this part where we do the, the live live streams, looking at everybody's comments, just to see people that just to be around people and listen to other people, even when you tell us stuff and we read it, I don't give a shit, but it, it's good to see the same story. It's like, we've all suffered in the same way over the past, whatever it's been two years now. And it's been amazing connecting with like-minded people. Um, it, but at the same time, it, as much as it's given us, as far as uh, new amazing friends that we've made, uh, you know, I mean, great connections that we've made. It, it's brought us together in a way that I don't know that would have been possible before. And I think it's, and mind you, Mick and I have gone through things that most couples could never even imagine. I mean, that the threat of either him or our, I dying on more than one occasion. Yep. Um, that's that's not something to blink at, and uh, always in Texas with my Patriot Supply, you can't customize, customize it. it according to food allergies. So learn to do things to and do things. I yeah. didn't know that. Is that yeah. true? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's not customizable. The the buckets come with well, that, baguette, then, rice then, beans. This, th this, that's got to be packaged separately. Then 
if you if, have food, hold on. be aware. Yep. Listen to no stop. Listen, mm -hmm. if that is the case, they separate the packaging for peanuts, stuff like that, things yeah. that people are allergic to. So you, what you would have to do if you got the food, you'd have to add it together, mix it up and make the food yourself. But the, uh, the actual packets would be separated. So let's say you did have a peanut allergy in your family, you could separate the peanuts and now you don't have to worry about any of that shit getting mixed up with it. So I would, uh, I, I don't, I don't know for sure, but tell you what, when I get my first package of food, I'll tell you. Um, yeah. So well, Trump, we'll, we'll let you know. Call soon. Vader. What? Wait, wait, what did Vader say? I didn't see that. I don't know. But honestly, if we, if we hadn't started this podcast and as strong as our relationship is already and always has been, I mean, we've been married for 17 years, but really we've been together for almost all of our lives since I was 10 and he was 12. Um, and we've been building this relationship for 33 years. What's that number? Anyway, yeah. um, we've been married for 17 years and we've known each other for 33 years. Something like that. That's a little crazy. Anyway, um, but doing this together has strengthened our relationship in such a way that I have no doubt that we're going to get through what's to come. And if we hadn't done this, I don't know that that would have been the case. So this is much, um, this is as much good for point. us as, as it is for you. Corey, Corey, that's a good point. Vader three, six, nine calling Trump evil is not like calling the kettle black. Keep your enemies closer. Sun Tzu. Yep. Completely agree. Yep. No argument, no argument with that. Now that I'm caught up with the conversation over here, I'm pilled. Sorry. Cause I can't look at my conversation on Twitch. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Let uh, Vader three, six, nine. I agree. Agree with you. Let them expose themselves. I just think that, when, when we were talking about it today, the biggest thing was we're not going to beat Trump. I was like, eh, I don't know. This could be like the situation he's been talking about, you know, like that Justin's been talking about. He's been talking about, you know, it's like stepping in the ring with that MMA fighter. who's that fucking big badass, you know, and all of a sudden he goes out there to throw the first punch at you and you trips over something in the rug and falls flat on his face and knocks himself out. It's kind of like, dude, I didn't even hit you. I'm expecting to get crushed here and you're going to knock yourself out. Yeah, Seriously. I'm and it could be that situation. I mean, think about it. Donald Trump's 71 years old. Okay? And I'm sorry, but the vaccine injuries and deaths is going to break before the election. He's not getting any younger folks. Yeah. He's, I, and I he's got a feeling getting, he's not getting any more popular either. I got a feeling that he's uh, like, Hey, look, somebody else has got to pick up my reins. Somebody younger has got to take the horse. Let's go. Who's going to do it? Yeah. This could be exactly what he wants. This could be exactly what he wants to see is us take the reins and go. This also could be, he is a bad guy. He could have been part of it all He along. could have been part of it since the beginning. I mean, he has bloodline. I, it's a scary thing to think about. Um, I've got something too. We could have been played all along. I mean, this whole... Honestly, you know, we say all the time, everything is connected, everything is planned, and we know this is true. The food shortages that are coming are planned. In fact, um, I do have another... See here, uh, Trash Man Green, everything is usually marked for allergenic ingredients on most food storage stuff. Yep. Real soon, only the names will be elected. I'd like to see. I'm not sure. I hope not. We're doing this 
really, if DeSantis runs, I'll tell you what, me and Justin ain't running. I can tell you that. That was yeah, the one no, guy that fine. we said, yep. if DeSantis runs, we're yeah, not running. Absolutely. We're going to let him take that. All right. Uh, U.S. Egg Factory roasts alive 5.3 million chickens. This is number, what, 13? In avian, 14? In avian flu call, then fires almost every worker. So um, laborers worked for a month disposing of birds killed in a gruesome, inhumane manner. And then they found they too were disposable. Uh, this was in Rembrandt, Iowa. In March, they had one, apparently one case of bird flu. So they killed more than 5 million chickens. Um, for one case of bird flu. For one case of bird flu. And I mean, and this story is about the inhumane way that they killed them, but the fact that they killed 5.3 million chickens in Iowa in March. That's bad. That's, that's really bad. And I mean, this bird flu bullshit is sweeping across everywhere. And now they're trying to say that like individual homes, like people that have backyard chickens, oh, you should go get your chickens checked for bird flu. Fuck you. No, absolutely not. My wor my biggest worry about my chicks right now is the neighbor's cat across the street that keeps stalking them. I suck my Irish setter puppy on her this morning. Let me tell you that cat's not coming back for a couple days. But I'm well. That's a liberal family, so I'm, I'm going to go to ahead and fencing uh, across the top of, whoa, 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 of the, the whoa, cage there. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Because <laughs> no, what I no no what I'm going to do. Can't blame the cat. It's the cat's instinct. I am going to cat. circumcise no. the cat no. from a very far no. far away. No. I'm going to do it with a fucking no. pellet gun. I only let the dog scare the cat. I didn't let the dog catch the cat for good reason. It's not the cat's fault that its owners are libtards. Okay, I mean. I understand cats are aliens and they choose their people, but I still can't hold it against the cat. Kaori, uh, yes, whose bloodline? He's part of the bloodline of Judea and Christ. Yeah, well, that's the bloodline we're talking about. Uh, no, who? G who? Fucking uh, Trump? Trump? Trump is a uh, bloodline of... The, he's actually related he to arrest, uh, Hillary, Hillary and the Clintons and the Bushes and Obama and all of them. He's a cousin of all of them. Dave, the aristocrat yeah, bloodline, goes, goes whatever back it is. to like John just the first in England. His real father is General Patton. Uh, I don't know about that, but I don't okay. know about that one, but I'll look into it. That's an interesting one. Was it Lenin that said, control your enemies to know their plans or something like that? That's a great question. I'd well, have to think about that one. That, and that, uh, so Trump's father being General Patton, that's a fun conspiracy theory. That's why he keeps showing General Patton at his Trump rallies. Interesting. Mm. Um, so here's, here's another fun, fun conspiracy theory for, before we close it out here. <laughs> Trash man said found with the PCR test. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's literally how they're testing these birds with fucking <laughs> PCR tests. Okay. If you don't think that the food shortages are by design, then I, I want some of what you're smoking. Please send me some. Um, they really are. Are you really going to do the Jim Carrey fucking... Dude, this is a story now, which tells me it's probably Dude, we true. were completely fucking around with that. And now it's a story. We were just saying that Jim Carrey could definitely play Joe Biden. That was over uh, 18 months ago. I've said it a number of times. So apparently Jim Carrey speaks out on conspiracy. He is one of many actors playing Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. um, the wild theory that Biden is not real. 
That's so wild. It's so wild. Has been circulating online for a while now with some people convinced he's actually dead and is either being portrayed by actors or as a robot. They've been listening to us, babe. I told you. Dude, Unilad is totally listening to us. Okay, so good. Listen, if you guys are listening, do me a favor. You got to have feelers out with Donald Trump. Tell Donald Trump I want him to come on the show. That'd be great. I want to prove to Kaori here that I want to show her that Either he is who he says he is, and he is the answer, but I think that's our biggest problem. We keep looking to other people for the answer instead of looking at ourselves, and I think that's where the biggest issue with this is, uh, but uh, I'll play I'll play your game, and we bring him on here. I want him to come on here. I want him to answer basic questions. I'll set it up. He can bring whatever he wants to bring with him. He can bring his own video recorder. I don't give a shit. You know how I'm going to do this. You think I'm going to do it alone? Fuck no, because Justin's going to be sitting right next to me. No, I'm going to be sitting And we're going to interview fucking Donald Trump, and we're going to ask him, seriously, what the fuck he's doing about Joe Lombardo, about uh, Governor Purdue, or Purdue um, about fucking uh, uh, Dr. Oz, about uh, all these other just fucking idiotic endorsements it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make he sense. surrounded himself by snakes before yep he told us to fight for the america first candidate yep i see a lot of liberals changing their names from fucking liberal democrat to republican america first why are they doing that because it's the new fucking fad the coattails because they are just trying to get, the, to get elected that's it that's it that's it they want a fucking paycheck. That's yeah, the political lies. Folks, Donald Trump is no different. He is a man. He is not a God. He's not Jesus fucking Christ. All right. He's a man. I'm not praying to Donald Trump. I thought he was a great president. He did, still he think did he's a good job while he was in office. I still think he's a good president. I have an issue with the people he's picking because he's making the same mistakes that he made last time. Yeah. He surrounded himself. He surrounded himself in a swamp with nothing but snakes around him. Folks, when you do that, you get fucking bit. It happens. It's like sex with Kobe. It's going to happen. This has got to, something's got to change here. Something's got to give. We don't need politicians right now. We don't need people who are going to follow the crowd. We need the one guy that says, oh, this is the crowd. Fuck you. Watch this. And as crazy as this is going to sound, I see that in Justin. And I can stand. Hey, I've followed people for years, folks. People have followed me for years. I know what it's like to lead and I know what it's like to follow. You can't learn how to lead until you learn how to follow. That's that right. being said, I could follow this guy through the gates of hell. Cause you know what? I know he's not too hubris to not ask me, Hey, what do you think? He's not, he's not too hubris to ask any one of you crazy savages out here, especially in the wolf pack. What do you think? He does it every day. Oh, we got to do some speeches. Should I do that every night? <laughs> All right. Do you think so, I can keep my wits about me? Do you think I'm not going to walk around the White House and shit myself? Nah, that ain't happening. I ain't that old yet. I'm older than Justin, but I ain't that old. 
So Lindsay says that Trump's shining the light on the bullshit. She said, um, let's see, Sparky boy, all I do is research. I know everything about Trump. He's not God, but God chose him. That fat Trump that plays golf, that's not Trump. We know that. Yeah, there is, we've noticed a different, <laughs> like a, almost a different Trump. He doesn't talk the same, doesn't have the same mannerisms, doesn't carry himself. And he's about 30 pounds heavier. Yeah. That's Trump's body double. And all he does is play golf. And he's pretty good at it. That's not Trump. Um, okay. Uh, and Lynn said, I feel like Trump is too busy to pay attention to the people around him. Likely has a bunch of handlers. Yes. Andrus Dick Punch 2024. Gotcha. And Sparky Boy said, Lindsay, never go full Q-tard. <laughs> Should we tell them what our last name is? No. Okay. We'll wait on that uh, first. Well, I'm sorry. Kaori, I, I didn't know that you had autism. I can't see you. I can't talk to you. The, the only thing, the way I get to talk is through the computer, but I apologize about that, but I didn't mean it. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I think that there's a lot to this. There's more to this than what we all know. And we have to keep our minds open about it. We are, you all, if you're listening to me right now, you're already awake. Stay awake. Don't turn yourself off. Hey, it's the pack above the person. And um, speaking of having, uh, having autism, um, actually I worked with uh, children with autism when I was in high school and I got to tell Wait you, a minute. just for word, uh, just got word. GMA made it out of surgery and is now cancer free. Thank you for the prayers earlier. Wolfpack fam. Oh, I don't know who GMA is. Okay. I, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention to the chat cause I was working at the same time as listening. Okay. Um, anyway, so the, the autistic kids that I, or the kids with autism that I work with, I apologize. Um, they're not autistic kids. They are children with autism. There's a difference. Um, they were some of the smartest. I mean, honestly, sometimes I think that children with autism have already leveled up and left us behind. We've just not caught up to them in some ways. I mean, I watched these kids literally talk to each other telepathically. And how did I know that? Because they're sitting at computers, okay, that don't face each other. And one is typing a question in on one, and they're not connected because this is back in the 90s. One is typing a question in on one computer and the other is answering the question on the other computer and they can't, they're not talking to each other. Okay. Uh, I, all I'm going to say is with that, you know, autism, I, that's, I, I think, another conspiracy theory all in and out of itself, which we'll get into at well, a later date. Well, by vaccines, but traditional vaccines. I, I'm just, I, I just don't see, we, we are, we want to do something. We're done with sitting on our thumbs. We're done. I mean, yeah. Uh, we, GMA is grandma. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Good. Um, but so speaking, speaking of that, a little McNugget, congratulations. Uh, Outstanding. Quick, quick, uh, two quick housekeeping things, sort of. Um, I told you the story last night. So I told you guys about the baby Tempest that was born. Um, Jason Storm Nelson yeah. running for Congress in, te in Texas and his wife had the baby early. She's four pounds and she's in the NICU. And this is absolutely insane. So they refused the Hep B vaccine for the baby, right? She's four pounds. She's she's not about to get up and go do drugs or have sex. So why does she need How a hepatitis vaccine? Anyway, they refused the Hep B vaccine. Um, she was in the NICU. She was having some breathing issues at four pounds. It's not unusual. She was having some heart issues as well at four pounds. It's not unusual. Both of those things resolved. 
Then they tried to say that the baby was a drug baby and that they had done a drug test and that the baby tested positive for drugs. Come to find out, uh, supposedly the baby tested for positive for a small amount of THC. Okay. However, Jason's wife doesn't smoke weed. Okay. Okay. And so they kicked her out of the hospital and called CPS on them. All right. She went and got a full drug panel done, showed her completely clean. They submitted it. They're fighting lawyers, this, that, and the other. Now they're trying to refuse to let the baby out of the NICU. Mm. And um, they finally let the mom back in. But I mean, they've destroyed what should have been the most amazing time. Yeah. Happiest time of their life. Yeah. And now they've got CPS interviewing the other, their other three children because I think this hospital faked the drug test. This is just my personal opinion. I don't have any proof, but I think that they they did this to go after him. I mean, he is he's pretty well known. You know, he's a, a patriot, America first, running for Congress. That's bullshit. And I'd be it, it is. I would be up in so pissed. So I'd be pissed. up in that hospital. So, People would be dying. Please pray for the Nelson family. Pay, pray for Baby Tempest. Pray for. Her mom, Amanda, um, they call her Panda, and uh, pray for Storm and their children because uh, they're going to need all the prayers they can get. And the other person who needs prayers, and this one kind of broke my heart this morning when I heard this. So, you know, I talk about uh, um, a proud deplorable. He always has the best jokes. Yeah. I tell his jokes all the time. I hadn't seen from him. I hadn't seen him in a few days. And every morning, I mean, every morning I, I talk to this guy on Twitter um, because he always does his his morning report of what the weather is in Columbus, Georgia. He took his dog Bella for a walk, you know, and he comes home and it's 41 degrees and whatever. And he's a retired army guy. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, and I always, I send him pictures of the dogs and whatnot. I hadn't seen him in a few days. So his wife posted, he went to the VA for a biopsy last week. Um, and then he had a stroke and had to have brain surgery. And then the biopsy came back and he has cancer. So, um, it's, uh, just me again is his Twitter handle. Hold on. It's, um, he's a proud, uh, proud deplorable too. Uh, just me again, 34 on Twitter. Um, please pray for him. He can, he can use all the prayers he can get right now. He is seriously one of my favorite people on Twitter. So, um, I, and I don't think he's vaccinated, but I don't know. You know, I haven't asked. I, I'm not going to. Um, I will say, however, I, I listened to the SGT report this morning and uh, Sean interviewed a firefighter. You, I, hadn't, I didn't send it to you. I sent it to our friend Adam up in Connecticut, but um, who was saying that all these calls are going to, they start, like people have heart attacks and they start doing compressions and there's like fountains of blood coming up out of them. Uh, that means they're... After, Air vessels are just a little bit of compression. And so I sent it to our friend Adam because he is a, a, he's a paramedic up in Connecticut. And I was like, obviously since you've been gone from that for a while now uh, and he's still up there, I was like, are, are are you seeing this? Is this real? And he was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. We're seeing that too. Um, And strokes are up. Heart attacks are up. So, you know, this um, we, we talk about prepping. We talk about being prepared. You got to be physically prepared you have to be mentally prepared. You have to be spiritually prepared because um, keep note when the shit hits the fan 
and I think honestly, I think it's all going to hit at once. I think we're going to see, uh, I think we're going to see the power go out at the same time. They're going to flip the kill switch or whatever it is. And uh, who knows, maybe the five G towers will flip the kill switch and then override the whole power and they'll shut hey, the power look, down to try and hide the death. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why you're trying to be so fucking doom and gloom about this. This is like, y'all have to understand when that shit happens. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm at you're my heyday. I, I, under, I understand. I understand. And that's I'm at my heyday. I am preparing now so that you can go have fun when the shit hits the fan. Because I want to make sure that our kids and our dogs are fed. Oh, they will be fed. Okay. We'll either have human food or we'll have beer and that's, food. That's the last thing. Your animals. All right. Buy dog food just like you would buy people food for that liberal's kind of tough though. Three to six months. <laughs> but at the same time, if your dog doesn't currently eat people food, start introducing them to it. Um, it's just a little bit like we've, our dogs are, they're off canned food. They get whatever leftover protein that we have every night. Um, you know, and, and we save, I make a little bit extra and I put it in a bag just for them. And because that way, if there comes a time when I can't get canned food, which they don't like anyway, they much prefer ground beef or steak or turkey or whatever it is. But even if I can't get dry food, if I have to feed them people food, their stomachs are not going to get super upset about it because they're already used to it. So I mean, hold on real quick. Uh, trash man make green, sure you take care of your animals. Trash too. man green said evil's rampant. The end is near. I remember in the seventies when the Harry Krishna's with their end is near signs a few days early, uh, boys, but I'm there. Yeah. Now I, 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 I remember that too. Uh, Slick shoe said, dude, in the state of the ambulances here is fucked. Dry blood everywhere. No time to clean. That's because they're running the calls left, right, and center. Yeah. Uh, nothing to lose makes da a, a dangerous man. That's uh, we, I do have kids. Yes, I do have kids. Um, but I can tell you right now, I know that she's strong enough to protect them. So I'm not worried about them. Yeah. I, I, I'll risk it. I've already risked so much. There's, there's nothing they could do to me. You got to remember folks. I, I not only know where the bodies are buried. I buried them. And at the same if they time, try to come after me, I have so <laughs> much shit to dump against them. And they've got to know that. Um, and at the same time as yes, I'm strong enough to protect our family, but we are also raising our children to be strong enough to protect themselves. Uh, our 15 year old is a much better shot than I am <laughs> for damn sure. Trash man green. So is our 10 year old. And trash man green bucks or does on the liberals. I'm not sure, dude. I'm thinking maybe a half a backstrap, maybe a little quarter of a backstrap. All right. But I bet they're pretty tough. All right. Well, we have to finish up because Josh yeah. has to start his show here. We're, yes, he does. Like we got to go. 20. So, all right. Um, thanks so much for listening. We will be back now tomorrow. Um, yes. We'll be back at 6, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. tomorrow to do a new show. We'll do like an hour. Yeah. Probably something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I got a lot of clips. Well, and who knows what comes out? We'll probably go two hours, but who knows? So, uh, 6 p.m. tomorrow for a new show. And uh, are we going like five days a week on the new show? I mean, it's gonna, yeah, fuck it. And fuck. then True Spiracy on Saturday. Jesus Christ, we're gonna be doing six, six shows a week. I, like, you only fuck. get one day off a week from work anyway. You yeah, might as well true. make it the same day off from podcasting. Fine. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. All right. Have a great night. Uh, we will talk to you later. Uh, and always, God bless. Protect your six and uh, watch your back. You never know what's coming. Don't forget to pray. Yep. Later. Thanks for listening.
you know. So we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellamd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had delta cron, they had omni, delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure whether it's fluorocron, delta cron, or whatever, omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are desinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z-pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly.